Baby by Bruno Mars. But it's Shane. And Kaylee. And welcome back to another episode of the Pop Talk Podcast. Or if this is your first time, we hope you enjoy the podcast and thank you for checking us out. So you have to make sure you are subscribed to this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud at Pop Talk Podcast so you don't miss out on any past or future episodes. And if you like this podcast, make sure you leave us a five-star review on iTunes and let us know what you think. That would help us out so much. And if you want to reach us on social media, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pop underscore talk and then my twitter that you can follow me and my instagram is mr mccatty m-r-m-c-c-a-t-t-y and my twitter is k-k-a-y one zero five seven Yes, and joining us today for this podcast, uh, we have two guest hosts with us. We have friend of the podcast, Delise. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hi, guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hi, friends. Good to be back. I got my shirt today. I'm excited. Yes, we got Delise her pop talk shirt. And Delise, so now that you know. Yes, I can refer where, where can to my shirt for my you? name. It's called Peace is Delise. Peace as in peace out is, oh, wait a minute, guys. I think the I is supposed to be capitalized. I don't know. It's, Whatever. It's is Delise, D-E-L-I-S-E. Great, and also for the first time on the podcast, we have Michael. Hey, what's up? Woo-woo. Michael, Michael two. Yeah, this is There's not Michael. Michael. There's a Michael that's a part of like the Pop Talk team. This is oh. not that Michael. This is a different Michael. This is actually Michael, who uh, I think I said this last week, but he does the other podcast I do. We're all in the same boat. He is one of the guest hosts for that. So Michael, yeah. where can where can people find you? Uh, on Instagram at Michael Demas. Michael spelled weird. It's M Y K O L. D-I-M-A-S because when I first made it my mom wouldn't let me use her real name so I had to spell it differently and Demas is my middle name Demas and like always those (laughs) things will be down in the description for you so today we are doing another artist spotlight Delise do you want to do the honors and let them know who we're talking about we're talking about my friend my man the Bruno Mars (laughs) that's right Bruno Mars that's who we're talking about so later on proudly wearing your shirt (laughs) so later on in the podcast we will be giving Bruno the spotlight treatment and going through his discography and career highlights thus far but first we have to talk about our billboard hot 100 and billboard if you don't know are the charts that are ranked on sales streams and airplay that uh determine the most popular songs in the country so kaylee it's gonna break it down for us okay um number 10 is um zz Kodak Black featuring Travis Scott and Offset. Offset. I've never heard of them. I'm going to have to go to Billboard.com. I have never heard of this. I don't know who really? ZZ is. I just see it on the Billboard snippets. I've never heard it on the radio. I mean, I like the song. It's like um, an islandy reggae-esque. Oh, that's fun. Type of track. I'll have to listen to it. Number nine is uh, Drip Too Hard. Couldn't tell you about it. Little Baby and Gunna. Couldn't tell you about it. Yeah. I don't know who any of these people are. Number eight. All right, honestly. <laughs> number eight is um, Girls Like You. Wow, wasn't that number? Last time I it think I was here, it was number one. one. Wow, it was number one for seven weeks. I don't think I've actually heard that song. I know, I know Girls it exists. Like, like I've heard like a clip of it, but I've never like listened to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely not on purpose. 
shame that piece. Oh, I'm just, that means he just doesn't listen to Top 40 Radio <laughs> ever in his life. That's one thing I was thinking about today. I was like, this is the first the first podcast you guys are doing that actually know anything about the person you're talking about today. Oh, really? Except for oh. Ariana Grande. Well, great. Um, so, just really fast, I'm Maroon 5. Um, are there any, like, thoughts on their Super Bowl? Should they drop out? Um, they should just drop out because they're Maroon 5 playing the Super Bowl. I mean, that too. <laughs> So there's, a, there's a lot. There's a lot of. There's like a, a lot of artists who are like petitioning yeah. for them to drop out. And Adam's like he. But actually, this has been going on for a long time. Yeah, like this has been going on since like Gaga did it. Um, just to let you know. No, oh, that like. Like the popular artists and just, yeah. just stop performing. Yeah, because the Colin Kaepernick thing's been going on. Yeah, that's yeah. Cardi B said she would perform yeah. if he. Um, yeah. And, and I'm sorry, Maroon 5, if Cardi B is not coming to your performance, don't do it. <laughs> Just don't do it. If all of your future artists... I think they'd be fine without her, but uh, I don't know. That's a I don't sticky think situation. They're, I'm a huge Maroon 5 fan. I own all of their albums. Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think that they're a Super Bowl act. I don't think... I think their performance is going to be very, like... What Super Bowl can, like, I deal some, some chill jams? I think they would be... Know. They would be good. I want to be hyped. I feel like they have some pretty hype songs. They have some hype songs. Oh, you just said that, yeah. No, no, no. No, I'm not saying... Nothing against, like, their music. Yeah. It's them as a band. They're not, like... I mean, it's, it's really they're Adam Levine. They're, they're boring. They're just, they look unhappy. They're mellow. <laughs> but for the Super Bowl, I think they would, like, step it up and yeah, their stage. I mean, but the thing is, if they had to step it up different than what they, than what they do normally, why would they get hired in the first place? Because everyone else backed out. Pink dropped. Pink's like, no. Rihanna's like, no. They were, like, probably 10th tier to be picked. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. Bro. Literally, no. Literally, they've been on the list for, like, 20 years. And then, like, now they finally get hit the bottom of the list they haven't performed so that's, why, that's probably why they don't want to like not give it up now because they're like dude we've been waiting for this forever <laughs> like now's not the time to protest honestly this is well, honestly this is probably gonna be Maroon's vibes peak they'll be talking if, um, if they so this so. probably is the time for them to do it I just literally I would rather watch the game I just can't imagine <laughs> everyone's been saying online so if they don't do it then yeah, who I'd rather watch the game that's like the ultimate insult to the halftime yeah. performance but I just can't imagine literally sitting there like during the halftime show and listening to girls like you bum bum guys <laughs> like me to sign I would enjoy the performance it. not necessarily that song but if they do this love and if they do sugar no woo! I think I think their older songs will get be well received I just Mm. Anyways, I agree. We'll see what happens. Um, number seven is Mobamba. Shock West. Shock West. Is this this is real? I don't. So far, I don't know anybody who's who's so on this top this ten. This song is the song is creepy. Is the NBA like song oh, right now? Oh. And it goes it goes. Dun, what? They're not using Imagine Dragons natural. No. Like everyone else. No. <laughs> um, number six is High Hope right. going up. Yes. <laughs> what is this? High Hope. High Hope. The disco. Oh, good, 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 good. I'm telling you, this song speaks to my life. This is. <gasps> Never had a dime, oh, but is, I always had a vision. Oh, this is Panic at the Disco's mm-hmm. highest peaking song now. Really? Because we talked about it last week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I write sins, not tragedies. Peaked at number seven back that in the day. Wow. Good, good, good. That's I know. Crazy. So this is their biggest hit. So congratulations. That's so weird. I thought they were more popular back then. I don't know. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's that's that I talked. We talked about how like it's cool that they've been out for a while and they're still like they're peaking. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Number five is uh, Lucid Dreams. Juice Word. Every time okay. the song comes on, I talk to him. I have a like, sir. Like, she, she doesn't. Want, I say he doesn't. She doesn't want to kill you. Like, it's gonna yeah. be okay. You know, I really don't see the sadness in there. I <laughs> do. That hits me every time. Shaman. I always say, someone go to his house. Cover up. Go to his house. Hear the emotion. That gave me a, a totally different perspective on the song. But I'm kind of starting to like it now. Lucid Dreams? Well, yeah. I always liked it. I was just song. That always hurts. I just like the don't you just stare at the one hand in the hand. Listening in my heart. heart. I, I do like the part where he says, um, <laughs> fake. I, who knew Eva girls had the pr-? I'm like, man, That's people are gonna run away from that line. I mean, yeah, it's a big hit. Pick the number two, so. The, um, Speaking of Halsey. The top four has not changed. Um, number four is Without Me, Halsey. I, I, I really like it. I watched the music video, too. Number three oh, yeah. is Happier, Marshmallow. Song, I want you to I like be it. happier. Number two. You know the song? I do. Okay. I'm not a fan of, like, I don't know. I was talking to someone about this the other day. I feel like that song's like a ballad, and the instrumental just like sounds like this. Took yeah. a song and put on another song that's at random. And like, that's well, good though when you can like do covers and make it. Well, yeah. You know, you can um, Bastille's like, I think. Okay, I have a confession. I think Bastille's like becoming my favorite band, like over Bleachers. <gasps> but I would never say that to Jack Antonoff. Ooh. I've never heard a Bleachers song. I would song, never so say that to Jack Antonoff. What? I didn't hear that. You didn't. No one heard that. Well, he's got other drama so, to worry about, so, Lord. <laughs> so, but, yeah, so I watched an interview with um, Dan and Marshmallow, and they were talking. He wrote the song like, on piano and yeah. stuff, and so it, 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 was, like that. it was like that, and then he brought in, then Marshmallow, like, added the drop and changed some of the chords. And I feel like that's usually how it happens. It's a cool, like... It's a cool collaboration. Yeah, it sounds good. Just, this doesn't sound like... What I want. It's kind of like mango salsa. I love mango salsa. It's delicious, but I never crave mango salsa. Honestly, I'm just, I'm just happy, pun intended, that the song is doing well because that means people are going to know Bastille now or more. I was yeah. like, people. Like, I still got pretty big. People know Pompeii. People don't know Bastille. And even then, it was still like in it's, the indie rock. Yeah, like, exactly. Band. It wasn't. Band. I want the band to be known. The so. wind did it, Shane. They did Pompeii. Again, people wow, know Pompeii, yeah. but do people know Bastille? God, you know, I know Pompeii, but I can't remember. Hey, hey, oh, oh did you watch oh, yeah, yeah. the Leah okay. Michelle and thing? Yes. I watched, I think, two performances. Oh. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. yeah. I found it. I was scrolling through YouTube. I was like, oh, did Shane see that? <laughs> Anyways. Um, number two is Sicko Mode, Travis Scott. Yes. He does put out a remix because he's trying to get to the Yeah, Shrillix put out a remix. The Skrillex remix, and our, all the, the Ariana Grande fans are like, no. <laughs> like, repeat, repeat. Exactly. They're like, nope, let's stream. Thank you, next. At least it's number two. I'm, for him, in honor of him, I'm happy number to one. Give it a loop. Thank you, next. Yeah. Thank you, next. I'm so, I'm so happy. You go, Ariana. You go, Ariana. Yeah, so that is our top 10 some rising tracks that we have. Um, you know, speaking of Bruno Mars, his collaboration with Gucci Mane and Kodak Black. I was thinking that today. Wake Up in the Sky goes from number 17 to number 14. Uh, Trip by LMA which I think Michael actually brought up, uh, went from number 18 to number 15. And that, I mean, that song sounds just like Boot Up, but <laughs> like literally the same thing. But she had her own sound, because I listened to her album, actually, and like, all the songs kind of sound in that similar type of vein. So. I love Shallow went up. Did it? The better. I heard like, it on the radio what? quite a bit. I remember I was... Really? Mm-hmm. 
I band played uh, Boot Up, and I was trying to figure out what the lyrics were because I was like doing background vocals on it. And then I was like, why can't I figure out what she's saying? It's because she's going, she's literally going bit bottom, boot up. Like, just, it's just like sound effects and then boot up. I was like, why can't I don't know what she's saying? Whatever's catchy, boot up. Sound effects, boot up. Whatever's catchy. Oh, yeah, I have that. Okay. So, and then Leave Me Alone by Flip De Niro goes from number 37 to number 28. So, that might be a track and an artist we might be, have to be on the lookout for. I've never heard of him. What's me either. It's a new artist. Oh. I'm assuming. I've never heard of him, but he's had the top 20 or top 40 hit now. So, I'm going to start paying attention. So, as everyone knows, December and holiday and Christmas time is right around the corner. Actually, it's already started. Thanksgiving's already passed. So, Before the race is on for All I Wanted for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. So, as we know, or if you don't know, this song is on the charts every single year because it's the most played holiday song ever because, obviously. So, <laughs> it, but it has never gone to number one even when it first came back out it mm. came out back in 1994 really? last year yes well, maybe I've said that more. last year it had its highest peak it got into the top 10 for the first time peaked at number nine it got into the top 10 for the, for first, the first time yeah that's even nuts. when, even when it came out in the 90s it wasn't in the top 10 that's insane but it's right? like the best selling yeah I know she was just done okay Jimmy Fallon talking about it and um and I can't really remember what she was saying, but um, I'm gonna tell you, she lives off that song though. I think she will never be not okay. Like she doesn't. No, she's, she's always gonna be good. Like, um, no, I think it was that she she didn't really want to write a Christmas album. She wasn't. She felt like she wasn't there yet in her career, oh, and it was encouraged for her to um, to do it. I might be saying that wrong. So just watch the her latest. Watch Jimmy her in hindsight, she doesn't feel that way anymore. But yeah, so I, so we're gonna be keeping track of this song as the holiday time goes through to see is this song going to finally reach number one this year? Is this the year for Mariah to get number one with all of our Christmas? And also Could listen to imagine? her album, listen to her latest album. Yes, I have that in my caution. Don't sleep on this tracks, but her album is really good. But so good. Could you imagine Maybe. this song going number one? Like twenty years, not twenty. Yeah, that's crazy. Or however many years? Twenty-two oh, years. Twenty-four years. Twenty-four years. Years like later. Whoa, <laughs> legend. <laughs> okay, so uh, she is one. Great. So that is rising tracks, and that is Billboard. So let us jump right in. Let's get started. I know we have a lot to talk about. I know some of us have a lot of opinions. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm, nervous. I'm trying to contain myself. Okay, so, so our artist spotlight for Bruno Mars. Um, so let's let's so we need to talk about Bruno when he first came out before even his album came out because there was a, a very I didn't write that down. It's okay. <laughs> There's an era of Bruno Mars mm-hmm. that was just he came onto the scene. Yeah. There was a time like just a time. Yeah, he, he came onto the scene and just kind of has never left no. since then. And it's kind of strange because not most artists can really say that. So Bruno Mars first came into the game. Well, he had an EP, but we don't, we're not talking about that. He's had two EPs. Yes? Yeah. I only heard about one. I didn't know he had any EPs. I only found out yesterday. But he came out, he was on a feature with B.O.B., mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, Nothing On You, and that song peaked at number one. And went three times platinum. That's huge. And, and then, yep, and then also we had Billionaire with Travi McCoy, which peaked at number four, and went two times platinum. So let's just talk about those two singles. Those two singles are Oh, high school classics. High, just, yeah, just high school, school classics. classics. <laughs> activity bus on the activity bus, like. 
that like that's where my brain goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always his first album like well, just those his earlier songs just take me back to like a specific memory or place and just time like that. His music okay. that then was like high school okay. for me, but also very annoying because they played all <laughs> the time. I think I remember Kyrie made a video, some kind of tribute. I think it was to like her her uh, female friends. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You remember? And it was to nothing on you. Yeah. And that every yeah. time, well, not every time, but when I hear I that sometimes, I think about. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, you weren't in that. But sorry. I wasn't. I don't even think I saw. Yeah. So shown that video. Sometimes when I hear it, I think. Sorry, I just kid you. I think about. Oh, by the way, that we, all, we all went to the same high school, so forgive okay. us if we talk. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I think about that, and it was just—it's a really uh, nothing on you. It was just a really sweet song you know sweet message um billionaire um i kind of forgot about that i want to be a billionaire yeah so i i really enjoyed this is probably my my favorite no (laughs) (laughs) this is probably my my peak of liking bruno Mars, but because i really i really enjoyed his voice i love his voice on both of these songs, I thought like the choruses on both were the strongest part of both of the songs. They definitely um, carried them. Um, and which, and that's something I kind of realized too. I do like he like. I'll give him his credit. He's got some good vocals. Thank you. For sure. <laughs> but um, you. nothing on you. I just I remember they they danced at a dance show one time. I don't know. Did they? Yeah that one with me or whatever yeah it was um, one of Washburn's classes and that's all I think of whenever I hear that song they did ballet to it which I thought was cool that they did ballet nothing on you no I don't remember that's impossible I checked every dance show then maybe you just don't remember right. I really mm-hmm. blocked out a lot of Bruno Mars <laughs> it's okay um, but yeah and then too I also really like B.O.B. as well and I kind of Bob I yeah I wish he didn't kind of fall off Bob? I yeah. thought he was in the scene of his... No? I mean, he hasn't had the hits, you yeah. know what I mean, in a while, so... What? Oh. You just made a face, I didn't know. Oh, I did. Um, <laughs> I mean, I just... I was thinking, trying to think of the last time I heard anything from him. Actually, the last time I heard it was the years ago he was dating this the singer Seven. Seven so you- yeah. Yeah, she was dating him, and they broke up, and that's like the last thing I remember of him. The B.O.B. Yeah, Bob. The last I remember was the song he did with like Haley Williams. Oh my god. Oh, was, airplanes. That was, yeah. That was the same. I was singing that. Oh, that song. I never realized. Airplanes is so good. I was like, wow, this song airplanes is good. Magic is good. Yeah. With the guy from Weezer. Yeah, you know, he had a lot of hits on his first album. Yeah. He was, that's what I'm saying. He kind of fell off, but whatever. Um, and then billionaire, of course. I was like, yes, I want to be a billionaire like Oprah. Yeah, that's. McCoy fell off too. We don't use them. And then, <laughs> <laughs> well, he probably tried to like save them. Back then, Bruno, they used yeah, back them. then it was his label just putting them on stuff. Well, like, you know, Travis has yeah, been yeah. used twice. Well, Katy Perry used him. Bounce. Katy Perry used him. Yeah, and then <laughs> poor guy. And then wait, whose cousin is he? He's someone's cousin. Is he? Yes, yes, he's someone's cousin. Yes, yes, he's someone's cousin. <laughs> she's like a, she's yes. like a, a sidekick, like. A, <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's a, he's wearing a blue yeah. shirt. No, it's a huge artist. He's someone's cousin. I'm thinking of Tyga, but it's not Tyga. Snoop right. Dogg, not Snoop Dogg. He's someone's cousin. Travi, Travis. Nope. Okay. Sorry. Oh, we got the Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just her hands up in the air. Like. He's someone's cousin. For the record, for the people listening, I'm um, we'll have a picture. Wow, I I typed in Travi McCoy and the first Katie. Day of- 
video that popped up is whatever whatever happened to Travis McCoy? <laughs> I mean, let's see. They, they, He's hit, probably thinking that same thing right now. Or um, gym class heroes have them put out a project. Oh, I used to like. Yeah, I used to know those lyrics. That was like middle school though. Yeah, Cupid's so cold. I don't know. No, he's. You say McCoy's famous cousin. I don't know if it's like a big like no I'm I just remember hearing that it's irrelevant that's what anyway. it is <laughs> it's irrelevant if you remember later on just blurred it Travis okay. McCoy's cousin we're all rooting for you <laughs> okay. so after Bruno Mars comes on the scene and he has like these back to back hits or these features right his label's like alright let's put out your own music right so Tiger. Tiger, you I see. I told you. Oh, I'm good. Mm, I know myself. You said it's not Tiger. So you, you didn't not. really know. No, no, but I, but I, and, mm, I knew. I knew in my heart of hearts. Okay, so Bruno Mars' first album uh, comes out. Do Ops. This is my confession. Games. This is okay. my earliest memory of Bruno Mars. Yes. Right here. So this album came out October fifth, two thousand and ten. Yes. It peaked at number three on Billboard. It's gone five times platinum in the U.S. and six times platinum worldwide. And it was nominated for the best pop vocal album and album of the year at that year's Grammys. And some more facts. Uh, this album was promoted with the singles Just the Way You Are, which peaked at number one, nine times, nine times platinum. And it won the best male pop vocal performance at the Grammys. Uh, Grenade also peaked at number one, eight times platinum. And that was nominated for Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best Pop Solo Performance. Um, the Lazy Song peaked at number four, three times platinum, and then Marry You, which peaked at 85. So those were the singles. So let's. Bruno Mars' first album. What do we think? Well, I didn't think. Have <laughs> you felt? <laughs> well, no, I didn't know. I didn't know this was his album. Yeah. Like when you texted, oh, we're going to go over albums, Doo-Wops and Hooligans. I was like, Doo-Wops and Hooligans? I was, and I had to like replay that like over four times. I was like, Doo-Wops, maybe he's thinking just Doo-Wops like his songs. I didn't know this was an album. Yeah, what? I, I've heard. At least you know him. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is my whole, confession. His whole thing is hooligans. His I know. Hooligans. Yeah, his and that that his and band. The, his they're, band the, they're the hooligans. I know. So that's <laughs> why I was like, are we talking about like? So, but I knew the songs all but three. Fake no, 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 no. Fake Bruno Mars. Well, band no. And a fake Fifth no, Harmony. No, no, no. Actually, no. <laughs> is Camilla in there anyway? It was, so that wasn't before the podcast. We talked about Fifth Harmony. It's fine. No, yeah, I, it's okay. I, I always come for her. About yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyway, no, so that's the thing. I, I yes, I've always liked Bruno Mars, but really it wasn't until 24 Karat Magic that like really got me into the place where I'm at I think that's of when being a fan. His, that's probably where I became a really big fan of his too, because I've been giving that later, but I have a lot of notes on that. But that's like where he really like made That's what he did it for like, me. Sorry, what? Sorry, sorry, what? Bruno Mars. Like, I, it was really 24 Karat Magic that okay, really... Okay, well, we're not there. I know. Yeah. So that's... That I'm was, waiting for that. This is my confession that I had, I had... I had never heard of this album. I didn't know this was an album. Huh? Oh, you, you feel the same way? No. No. So oh. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so that's what I said. I'd never heard of this album. But... Um, what? I, I didn't... I'd heard what that said. So weird. I, I had no idea that this... So even when you became, like, a super fan, you never went back and... That's what I'm saying. I only... I mean, his singles and the songs that he's featured on, and it was really this album. I'm not going to lie, but I'm the same way. Yeah, it was... 
it's like, really this Trevor album. Magic. I've listened to the whole album like a hundred times. Yeah, this is my favorite. I mean, Shane's speaking Greek, fake drinking sweet uh, tea right now. <laughs> nah, but like, I'm exposing the least in the podcast. <laughs> no, I mean that's, but that's well, not a, that's not something I've been before, saying. Like, oh, I'm when, when those albums were out, unless you bought those albums, like you didn't hear the whole album. Like you only heard a single. Yeah, stuff. I understand not listening to I, the album. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know you had an album until yesterday. Um, but like. I, just, I had she said she didn't songs. even know it was an album. I, when you said doo-wop, I'm like, doo-wops? Like, just like some of his songs? Because that's... I, that was like a playlist or something? So Well, that's what I felt like this <laughs> listen, album Listen to was. his doo-wops. I felt like this album was just a playlist of, like, just random pop songs. Um, a lot of different genres. Which I think... But, but that's genre. what, I mean... That's pop music, so... I, like, I, at first, I thought, like, there wasn't a theme, but I guess that is... That was the thing. Oh, so, so to you, it sounded like a, like a mixtape or something. It just sounded like a playlist of just his yeah, random songs. Kind of it was. There's nothing what wrong with an album. Yeah, there's nothing wrong well, anyway. with Anyway. I mean, there, that's a whole different debate we can get into. But It's just interesting how his voice has evolved, too. I feel like a lot of, actually, all these songs, there was like a playfulness. What? Yeah. I think his... Maybe not his voice, but his style, for sure. Yeah. It's like, well, I have some his voice definitely sounded a little <laughs> younger. I mean, he could sing. Like, he... Mm-hmm. That is no doubt. He well, so what, I thought, what I thought was interesting about this album is like... Like now he's like super funky and like really soulful and even back then he's kind of soulful. Had that. But his music's also like if you think about it back to like that time like like indie like indie like emo music was really like into like grenade. Yeah. It's not like a like instrumentally it's not like a soulful song. It's almost like a rock song like with the, with the kind of chords yeah. that are in the song. You can do all the genres though. I don't know. That's why I think it's interesting though because like that album is very poppy and like yeah, like straight most music. Album. It's not like sure. funk. It's not. Yeah. It's, it's barely even R and B. Yeah. This honestly this. Well this, well, this album has his biggest hits, yep. because for reasons. Um, so just to where you are, I and you can anyone can quote me on this. Like who's ever know me, I have never liked this song. Mm-hmm. What? I have never liked just the way you are. Oh no! I have never liked it because <laughs> because okay. Now I will say. That's a summer queen tonight. And in, in hindsight. Um, not in hindsight, in reality, I guess. Um, Currently. I do think it's a good, it's a well-written song. It's a well, the vocal performance is really great Thank on you. it as well. And, you know, that it helped create a nice moment to have on Glee. But the lyrics are just so unrealistic. Vanilla. Not unrealistic. No. No, you were never, yes, you will never meet Anyone in your life who likes you just the way you are. Just There's not. I like you just the way you are, Shane. Thank you. No, people do um, like you like for just the way you are. Yeah, you lost points. <laughs> people can like you just wait, wait, the way wait, you wait. are. That's not like saying that a song is not realistic. It's not. Like, no, 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 what no. song is realistic? No, no, not real. Not okay. Yeah, not reali- okay. yeah. My change issue, the word. No, I'm not. No, I'm not changing the word. Like, it was just like, okay, so when back I see in your high face, school, you know, change. every single girl or most girls love this song, and mm-hmm. I would always be like, you're I never did. gonna find a guy who's gonna say that to you. Like, you're just nesting up for it's not. Her happen. lips, her lips. I could kiss them all day if she'd let me. Maybe they need to go. For, they, they need to find Bruno Mars. Her laugh, her laugh. She think, hates, but he thinks it's so sexy. Well, there's something about Bruno Mars. Though. Like all his songs are. No, no. Let me give me the. Delise. Um. That. I'm hurt. You brought, you brought me on here to talk about this yeah, artist that I love. Yeah, let's go. Just kidding. I just... I feel like it's me and Delise versus Shane. Yeah. Okay. Thank God. And, <laughs> and, um... Yeah. 
Like the whole world, like stops and stares for a while because girl, you're amazing. I don't know. She's I cute. Just, it's just we all look at her. It's just very corny to me. Oh yeah, it's corny. What's a love song, dude? No, I but like just... it's corny, like in a bad way. I, okay, I feel like... I'm a king of. I love corniness. I love corny and cheesiness, but this is just like I didn't see anything cheesy. I think it's corny. also his voice. I mean, it's cheesy, but it's not like. To me, it's not That's like. That's why I said there's like a playfulness with. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a cute, it's a cute song. Yeah. It's, it's not like a. I mean, the serious song has song. grown on me. I it's, it's grown on me to a point where if it comes on the radio, I don't turn it off. Mm-hmm. Like I will sing. Like still hear it. You you would. Like yeah, it comes on one or one point three. Yeah, it comes on the radio. I'm not, I'm not saying it comes on every day. To so, me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just. And maybe I was just bitter at the time. Probably. Maybe. Oh. Wait, this is, what year was this? Some girl, like, you, <laughs> you, you, did, you, did, you did say Jake. things to a girl, and she, like, dumped you. You're like, whatever, Bruno, you don't know anything. <laughs> she doesn't care. Um, yes, it was. <laughs> but Grenade, I did like. See, so, here, I, but, I like that grenade. music video. You're never going to meet a boy who's going to catch a grenade for you. This is even yeah, worse never. than the other one. It's so what's this, double, what's this double standard, Shane? No, I, like, I just like the song. I appreciate this. I like the song. Don't get me wrong. I still didn't think, like, oh, no, we'll catch you. And pushing the... Wasn't he pushing He was pushing a piano. He had it by, like, by a rope. I was like... That, but that's no, what he's saying. No he would, would do that. that. He would go to those lengths but for no her. no one actually would. Do you know how many songs no one actually really do? No one does what most songs say. Yeah, no one, Who, no one does it. If, if, someone, if I threw a grenade at Bruno Mars, <laughs> he would not catch it. <laughs> yes, it was dramatized, but that's what he was saying he would do. That, that The point was, the things he would do for her, she yes. would never do for him. I get the point of the song. I understand <laughs> its underlying message. Okay, yeah. I feel like, I I feel like you're, getting, you're, you're looking at the song the wrong way, Shane. Yeah, am I? Don't, don't look at like it. Music in general. Do you not understand? It's over, Shane. Let it go. <laughs> the hurt you let it go. <laughs> I still like the song though. It wasn't one of my favorites, but I liked it. Um, and the, I did. the lazy song. Now the lazy song I love. I love the lazy song. Did we do I remember not baby? liking the lazy song what? back then. I'm not going Okay. No. I'm, just, I'm just going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just picking through. Yeah. Um, I love the lazy song. It's so fun. I thought it was so true. It's relatable. He's... That, that one, see, that was relatable. I remember seeing that. Killing in my Snuggie. I can remember well, that. I, I remember hearing that song thinking it was so dumb. See, that was the time I remember, I think it was you, me, and mine, kind of we would song. sing it. And I just, fun I remember yeah. saying cop out in a joking way when he would say uh, the Dougie and Snuggie. Yeah. Reference because I'm like, I used to Dougie, do that. Dougie. I was doing this Dougie and my yeah, Snuggie. Dougie and my yeah, Snuggie. Yep, I so I just remembered that Dougie that's my, my memory. Snuggie. So I feel like all the songs, there's like a memory, a time, uh, you know. So, yeah. um, and then Mary, of course, I, Mary is a great song. Yeah, that's fun. You know, it's a stupid little song because who's gonna say, oh, hey, nice to meet you when I get married? You know, like, <laughs> no one's doing that. So. I like that one. Though. There was lots of really fun, like, uh, like flash mob proposal. Yeah, yeah. Those I like the way did on Glee, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Flash Mom for both the songs. Um, some other songs I kind of liked on... I think that one I was like going back through it. Um, while you're doing that, I had never... The three songs I had never... Runaway Baby, of course. I know I played that as the intro. That song is good. I do some good of that live. song. Runaway Baby. I was never crazy about it. I think he did that at his concert. I think he did. But I just remember it from Zumba a while ago, so... Um, but I had never heard Liquor Store Blues. A lot of the other songs look really cool. Like, count them, count them is <gasps> okay. Okay. I don't know. I've seen middle schools sing it, so it's just like, <laughs> oh, no, I, no, but, I love that song. I heard it, um, at Happy Buffet randomly last week, and it just reminded it me. Say, didn't say you can count on me. You like, can one, two, count three. on me. Yeah, yeah that's all, that song is corny. <laughs> I'll 
But like that, that yeah, but that was a, that's what was popular then. You can then. count on me like yeah. four, three, two. I mean, I like I like cute corny love songs, but like we that's what at the time. Song. But one thing about about Bruno's like I guess like the why he stuck around is because that time this album like it has like. Like emo was huge, and he actually like I feel like he was like a weird emo kid, like in high school. So listen to a lot of these songs, like emo and like, um, like Never Shout Never was this really big like ukulele like yeah, singer Never Never, yeah. back in that time, and he was singing like cute love songs like that, and they were like really like sad and overdramatic. I feel like he was ta- he was tapping into like the in- like the other indie kids listen to, but also like made it like poppy and palatable. Mainstream, yeah. So even though it's kind of cheesy and kind of weird, I, I appreciate oh, how he like. No, it's such a sweet. He was like, sweet fond memories. Kind of like. Bringing out the indie, like some indie music, but putting in pop. No, that's that is music. Music makes you feel. Wait, it is. Music is like fifty percent feelings. So I had never heard our first time. Liquor store blues in the other side. Um, yeah, no, they're not. They're not really anything. No, I did like liquor store blues, um, because that's another genre that he, um, that's associated with him as reggae. Um, I like it on every album, but this one he had some reggae inspired song. Sorry, I. Um, well, I'll get to it, but the next album, like the regular song of that one, that's it. Show. But oh yeah, that one's good. <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah, okay, so, great. Bruno Mars, first album, In the Bag, solidified himself as like an artist who, like, hey, we should maybe pay attention to this artist. He seems like he has like some staying potential, right? He's been, mm-hmm. he had been working at that for a long time. Um, Delise. Okay. So I've tasked Delise with picking the songs from each album that she feels, I guess, Surprising. either best represents or what she thinks is like the best. You didn't say all that. I just, I just did <laughs> to pick, I figured that's what you would go off of. You would just pick your favorites or whatever. Pretty um, much, I did. So, Delise, what song? Are we going to play from Doo-Wops and Hooligans, which you did not even know was an album? <laughs> sure didn't, but I knew the songs, but three. We are going out to Just The Way You Are. Not going out. We're still here. Yeah, we're we're still, we're here, still but here. No, no, no. We're playing. Good night. Like, where's the rest of the bucket? Right. Um. Okay. Great. So, um, before after before Bruno Mars' second album, he had another just run of hits before. So we had It Will Rain from yes, Twilight. Twilight. Uh, Pizza number three. <laughs> Every day it'll rain. Yeah. Okay. Pizza number three and that went three times <laughs> like, platinum. I don't know either. Um, he had Lighters with Bad Meets Evil. That was good. Eminem and Royce to 5'9". He wrote uh, that Pizza song. number four. He writes all of the songs. And Thank you. Push me here, you say it. <laughs> two times. It went two times platinum. And then he also had Young, Wild, and Free with Snoop Dogg and some other artists who I didn't write down. Um, at number, Pizza number seven went four times platinum. So I will say right now. What about me? Mirror. Hero Forget You by oh, CeeLo. Uh, mirror with Little Wayne. Okay. Yes, OG, I mean, that's like one of my favorites. I mean, okay. I, I was going to write it down, but I was like, I didn't really like it that much. He also wrote at four. Kaylee. He also wrote Forget You by, by CeeLo. Yes, he did write Forget You by CeeLo. That's right. I see you. I feel like he could have said it. He could have sang it. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think it would have been as successful. Um. Which is probably what he gave. He wrote uh, All I Asked by Adele, and listening to knowing that, I'm like, you know, I can hear him singing that. I am 
I'm kind of interested to hear his demo of that because they talked about it being in the studio and him trying to hit all like these high notes and stuff <laughs> or whatever. He can hit those high notes. I went to that concert. <laughs> um, let me tell you, he can hit those notes. Um, yeah. So I will say though, it will rain. Like I know I talked about liking some of those songs on the first album, but it will rain was probably the first Bruno Mars song that I was like, oh, and I like this song. Like this is a good song. Mm-hmm. Oh no! I was just I was like that for all those songs. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know that song you're looking at me like, oh, that was. I remember that like. song. No, I do, but I, yeah, that's how um, I felt for um, every song. Uh, if you ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's Love that song. Moon. No. That's talking to the moon. Talking to. Out the door. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's talking to the moon. Every day in the rain. Oh, dang. No, it's not the least. Mm-hmm. You don't know anything. Um, <laughs> Sounds yeah. like it. So I really like that song from Twilight. Then this, I think this dramatized worked for me because it was from a dramatized movie. That was an Activity Bus song. Was it? Sure, yes. You're just looking at the window crying? <laughs> yes. Oh. Just driving in the rain, looking at the window, like, imagining your name's video. And then, too, Lighters, though. Lighters is great. Oh, I like his, I like the chorus, I think the chorus carries that song completely. Mm-hmm. I remember, um, but I would need to hear it. Just a sky full of lighters. Mm-hmm. I remember that song. Um, mm-hmm. um, uh, it's just you and me. Oh. Living mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. a dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, He's got a song. I mean, it, he nah. makes you do something, yeah, feel something. You're either dancing, swaying. I would swaying. like to go to a concert and just hear those. I would be singing that with my, <laughs> all my heart. This is I guess maybe now that's what you're talking about, the emo thing. He was like the emo of like he was the emo R&B. Of, yeah, R&B. Like he definitely oh, was. You like, know what? I saw a video of him. He should be They're all connecting. I never, that never resonated with me before. What? So dude, this video. He was like the emo of He was totally, yeah. totally like, like there's like a video of him like. He's gotta be like in his late teens. He's wearing like a fedora. He's got like, like a checkerboard like scarf and like purple skinny jeans. Like he was totally like that weird email like theater he, kid. He drew from so many different inspirations. <laughs> that I also wrote down. <laughs> um, and then two young wild and free. I think that's just a, just a fun song. So what uh, we get drunk. So uh, something, something. He knew how to write. So, I mean, he could write those same songs. We don't care. Now. It might. It would probably wouldn't resonate with me because I'm not a teenager. But, um, like I feel like those songs you you could relate to when you were like that age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? I. Well, I didn't get. I feel like I not to, not I, really, I, don't relate, I don't relate to this I relate song. to these songs like a lot more now. At the, the age where he was when he put these songs out, you know what I mean? I'm not speaking for me personally, especially to this song, but I'm, I'm just... Talking about, I'm just talking about his music in general. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like, I've been going back and listening to stuff like this from, like, this time period, like, when mm-hmm. like we were, like, younger, and I'm thinking, wow, I didn't relate to this song one bit, <laughs> but I really did like it. But now as an adult, I'm like, oh, these lyrics are too That's like being like, like, like sad songs. When I was a teenager, I love sad songs. Yeah, like, but, but now, now, yeah, and now like I've had life happen. I'm like, oh man, yeah. I listen to it. I'm like, I can't listen to this anymore. It hits you so differently. You're just like, oh, mm-hmm. that's, that's, what, that's what they're saying. Grand I feel that. Really did that for me. Oh, did it? <laughs> oh yes. That was like three years ago. <laughs> no, that was 2013. That was Wrecking Ball was in 2015? 2013. Because she had bangers, and then 2016 was when she had uh, Malibu. We're old, man. That was like 2013. 2016? Yeah. yeah. Malibu. That was in 2017? Let's go out to Malibu. Interesting. Sandy's <laughs> mm-hmm. just realizing how yeah, old he is now. Yeah, because that's when she did the whole shaped head, and then she did the, um, the 
trying to twerk at the. No, I, I know the bangers era. I just that was, that was 2013. It was because that was during when blurred lines was out. Wow. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Um, wow. Okay. So after <laughs> Bruno Mars gets some more, solidifies some more hits for himself, and it's just like, you know what? I'm Bruno Mars. I'm just not going anywhere at this point. He puts out his second album, Unorthodox Jukebox. Mm-hmm. Did you know that I was played, an album? Yes, I did. Um, just the first one that, that I knew was out, but I knew the songs. That one came out de- <laughs> December 10th on 2015. Um, um, you mean 2012. Sorry, that's what I meant. I was going to say. I, I just guessed. I like went somewhere else in my notes. I just guessed. Um, it peaked at number one, and it's gone four times platinum in the U.S., and it won the best pop vocal album at uh, that year's Grammys. And it was promoted by the singles Locked Out of Heaven. <sighs> Which I do like. Peaked at number one, six times platinum, and it was nominated for Record of the Year and Song of the Year. When I Was Your Man, which peaked at number one, mm-hmm. eight times platinum, nominated for Best Pop Solo Performance, Treasure, peaked at number five, three times platinum, Gorilla, peaked at number 22, Platinum, and Young Girls, peaked at number 32, Platinum. I feel like he was the Ed Sheeran before Ed Sheeran was Ed Sheeran. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, no. Had, are you sure? Because he's had number one songs. I've always Honestly, thought. I know what you're saying, and, and uh, I know in that aspect, mm-hmm. sure. I, I feel think like he's more like Sheeran Chris Brown. Much to me, mm-hmm. makes much better music, but yes, I'm partially biased to that, but um, I just feel like he's more like Chris Brown in the sense that he could not have an album, but you're still hearing him on the radio. Like he's, if he's not having an album, he's got songs, he's, he's featured. Teacher. He's hustling, he's doing That's stuff. why I was like, honestly, I thought that Nothing On You was his song, but that's Bob's. Yeah. So I, mean, I feel like. But this honestly, it might as well be his song. <laughs> I think also this is like when he really started getting the sound he has now. Like if you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I hear some songs on this album, and think it might be for 24 Karat. It's got that funky like, yeah, that's what old I'm saying. school vibe. Like, it's always he definitely been started in there. to. He moved What's more into this direction than he's I, in now. He's not developed, but he started to, I guess. Like, hone in. Yeah, hone in like on. He had, like, a bunch of different styles, and I was kind of, like, Bruno Mars sound has kind of sort of differentiate him from, like, other um, mainstream artists. I will say that Locked Out of Heaven, I was not a fan of. Oh, really? gosh. Well, I wasn't when it first came out, but now I, I am. I wasn't when it first came out. Yeah. I didn't start liking it, and honestly, Glee is a savior for a lot of songs for me. Uh, I didn't start liking it until they did it on Glee. Um, because I just I didn't realize how sexual the song was until they did it on Glee. That's like, why you liked it? No, no, no. I just no. That's not why. I, I liked it because I liked Glee. <laughs> I, just, I liked it, but I didn't realize. I just didn't realize. I just because they were just like doing a lot of gyrating and stuff, and I was like. You know, I never back then for sure too. I I I'm not a I was never a lyric person. I never listened to lyrics. I could not tell you what a song was saying or whatever. I always just went off how a song made me feel or how it sounded, right? Um, so like when I heard on Glee and then I'm listening because I'm trying to listen for context of story. I'm like, eh. <laughs> that's what he was saying. Interesting. Um, but I did like that it had more of a like rock yeah. feel to it for sure. Um, I, I definitely liked it more than like just the way you are and stuff like that. But yeah. 
This no, I agree. I liked it more than. What song I liked when well, I when, your, when I okay. when, when I was your man. Um, no. I always like that song. That was a great song. A great that piano song. Ballad. Oh I, I, I sing that song. Piano ballads are like they always get me. Yeah. I always wanted to learn that on the piano, but I, this is my I oldest brother. This is our song that we love to like harmonize to. Um, this just this. I think I wrote it up for this one. There was a couple that just like. I'm pretty sure this song was. Oh. If I remember correctly, this was the number one song for that year, like out of the entire year. Mm. Probably. Um. I, it was. I just think this song particularly. All the, I, I don't remember it being that big. <laughs> I know me neither. I feel like he really takes his time with his music. <laughs> And I just felt that with this song. Time with that last. Uh, what? Um, the gap between this album and the next. Oh one. yeah, that was like yeah, 2012. I mean, it was well worth the wait. But I randomly, I feel like he needs to be a judge on the voice. Um, he's just. You think so? I really do. You think, you, I think, you think he would give you think great. He's already there in his career to be a boy, a judge. I do. A judge? You don't think he is? You think he's peaked already? I mean, if, and not to compare, but no, I don't think he's peaked. If Miley Cyrus can do it too, and Miley's peaked. Very much so. Well, Shane's saying, like, if you go on the voice once you're done so. doing music. Well, not done. But he would just I'm just saying, like, on your way like, like you, people do that stuff when they're not, like, in the height of their careers. Mm. I think. It'd be what dope if he was, but Katie, I, see, I see what you're saying. Why Katy Perry's doing American Idol right now? No one's buying her music. Poor thing. Her album. No one's buying her music. I tried it. That's album. Poor thing. Um, but <laughs> poor thing. She was the highest selling uh, female artist of this year, so... Of this year? Mm-hmm. I mean, I always want for the artist to keep going. I think she's doing good no matter what. Financially, yeah, she's, she's fine. She's no, yeah, dating yeah, Orlando Bloom. Yeah, she's yeah. got other... I mean, she's living her best life. Yeah, she's good. She, she I don't think... She's dating, she's dating Orlando Bloom. Yeah, she's with Orlando. I mean, they're talking again. about... Yeah, they've been, they've been dating. But I'm saying... I know, but I'm saying they dated before. Yeah, they broke up. And they're back together. And she's doing American Idol. And she's got... I'm sure other... She's a sponsor of other I'm pretty sure she was... Well, never mind. I was going to say she was living her best life during Teenage Dream, but probably not. It's probably also the worst part of her life, too. What? Because Russell's That's brand. That's what Russell's brand. Uh-huh. Um, but anyways, we're not talking about Katie. With uh, his ballads with Bruno Mars, I feel like he's really drawing from real experiences, even if he's really not, but he's so believable. You can feel it. Yeah, you feel it. I mean, I was your man feels like a song that actually happened to him. Like, it's how, it feels like yeah. he's, like, going through the whole yeah, issue shit. And like, That's what I'm saying. He takes his time. I really, really I, yeah, moment. I like just really related to that song. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, dang, I should have bought you flowers. He tells I a story. You dancing because I knew you liked it. These <laughs> are my like words. <laughs> I should have done all these things. Mm. I know how it In my relationships, I'm usually the one dancing. And she's like, dude, stop. Stop embarrassing me. <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> well, stop. I just think he's really just passionate and genuine. Dude, one song that I really liked on the song. The bridge is really good in that song, too. Although it hurts. Oh, yeah. And I good. normally don't like bridges. Oh, dude, I hate bridges. I love bridges. No, I hate bridges. I I, wish, I was just talking about how I wish songs had more. Be- I feel like the, oh, the bridge is almost bridges. always the best part of a song. I love bridges, especially oh, ballads, I think it's dude. Like the worst. Oh love. man, but dude, what I'm trying to say like one song, one song I really liked on this album that I didn't know before was Moonshine. Yeah. Dude, it's dope. It's got this super sick like ambient rock Michael Jackson mm-hmm. vibe. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it sounds like some modern rock you hear these days with like really like like floaty like sparkly guitars but also yeah. has like this super like solid like in the pocket groove he's it's got like this like, Michael Jackson like yeah and, and like swag on his voice the whole time I felt like he in uh, Locked Out of Heaven there was a Michael Jackson reference but uh, oh yeah definitely beginning. he definitely has a Michael Jackson-y vibe yeah there was another one yeah I've been accosted I've been accosted for saying that he is like reminds me of Michael Jackson a lot people are like no he's not like Michael Jackson I, well James I Brown was his not like, biggest, I think he's more like James, James Brown was his biggest sure. influence he said he grew up he watched his concert I wrote it on here, but I knew it. From 1964, it was like the Tammy show or whatever, and, and he said that watching that changed his life. Yeah, no, he definitely 
performs. He's a performer. Like He's the entertainer. You can definitely see the influence. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jay Proud influence in there. But, and Elvis Presley's in the um, He played young Elvis Presley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's be like an impersonator friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Elvis yeah. impersonator. Yeah, I can see that too, actually. Um, the treasure. Treasure! Mm-hmm. You cannot you know, play the song and not dance, the not move. About, the first, the first, it says like, that. I the wrote first, the editor's notes, and yeah, that's it. The first, like, measure, I'm already moving. What? I, I included the editor's notes for all the albums. I haven't gotten to them. Oh. But anyway. It's got really catchy, like, I just, first I line. Just in case, mm-hmm. but anyway. Like, first lines of songs. <laughs> Sorry, what? Like, he's, like, always really catchy, like, on first lines of songs. Like, give me that song. He knows how to like, come Yeah, you didn't know you already, already, you're already ready to dance. Yes. Uh, what was the other song that starts with like, Baby's Hello? Baby's Girl, he's a sexy I forgot, I don't know, listen to it. Yeah, they're all mentioned in my head now. Mm. But there's one song, like every single like verse, it started like, the first one was like, Hello, the next one was like, You Know. Something, something, something. But like, every single verse, like, it had like the, the, like a hook in the verses. Yeah. That was this is one. Bruno Mars, you Yeah, I can't remember what song it is. It's not, it's not a dub. Try it, because I know. I don't know, I was like, hello. I was listening to it on the way here. But, and then the next verse is like, you know, next verse is like, I know, whatever. Like, it's like, it, he like brings back like melodic themes and like mm. lyrical themes like back to back. Like, really like, they stick in your head. Mm. I appreciate that. Moonshine oh, wasn't one of my favorites. Okay, you know what? I did not know. This makes more oh, sense. So now. Shane didn't know something. Oh, he also worked with Benny Blanco. Yeah. I did not know that he had worked with. Oh, this makes so much more sense. I did not know he worked with Mark Ronson on this album. On this, on Twenty Four Karat Magic. No, on Unorthodox Two Plus. So we can makes, tell what which I want. Makes Uptown Funk make more sense to me now. Um, yeah, like Mark Ronson did a lot that I have in Gorilla and Moonshine. Is it Uptown Funk that when you go look at it, it's not it doesn't say by Bruno Mars. It's just by somebody else it's featuring Mark, Bruno Mark Ronson because it yeah. is his song. But um, uh, poor Mark, nobody knows. Are you kidding? Mark, Mark Ronson. I feel like I. He's uh, working so many people right now. Um, but yeah, my favorite song from this album. Well, one of my favorite Bruno Mars in general. I love Gorilla a lot. I just love the banging on a chest like Gorilla. <laughs> I have a goes, shocking part that I like on the song. I just I just have this visual memory of when he performed on some awards show and it was like the it just like the production that just dropped and like the lights came back on it was like a bunch of like laser lights going on. I was like, this song is so good. Like what the heck? I was like, can this be a single? And then it was. Yeah, that's when I actually started to like it when I heard it on the radio. Mm-hmm. Which I think is funny. It's interesting when you hear song like they songs sound, on albums and you don't different. like it, but then you hear it on the radio it's, and then it's a completely different experience. That's happening with so many times. I'll hear a song, I'm like, eh, it becomes a single on the radio. I'm like, Woo! I think a lot of times you yeah. listen to an album, the, you get like bogged down. Like they all kind of start to sound the same. Like you like to like the fifth song, you're kind yeah. of like just trying to get done with it. So if you hear just like out of context, it adds like a new meaning to you. I felt like this was more, especially compared to his first album. I felt like this was one of his more raunchier songs. Um, it's banging on my chest. I, well, my favorite part. It's shocking, but I like when he says, "Just it's the flow of it." When he says, "Cause you, no, what is it? Cause you, cause you know how I like it. Use a dirty little lover, and then he says, "Give it to me. anyway." Yeah. Give it to me, mother. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, too, I really liked. Um, I heard it for the first time yesterday. Oh. Show me. Are you kidding? Well, I've, no, sorry, I've heard it before because I've listened to this album. I heard this I just, album like over 300 times. I just didn't remember. Oh, I'll just say it right now. This is the only Bruno Mars album I like. But um, this is the what? album that I have that right. you told me. It's called me. If you called me a fake fan in text, and I am not. Anyway, Bruno knows my heart. <laughs> but anyway, I do. Well, it's it's not the original. My brother had burned. Ooh, is that, what is that? He burned a copy. 
No, he didn't. If that's, that's if, if illegal, illegal, no, he didn't. No, no, we did that part out. Exposed. I have a form of. Yeah, FBI I don't listen I really, to this part. Yeah, I love show me out. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of reggae music. I love uh, when people. I like when people have reggae influenced songs and they do it right. Because sometimes it can be his island roots coming out. Disrespectful. Yeah, he's Hawaiian, so definitely shows. Honolulu. Is that the island he's from? He's from Honolulu, yeah. It's awesome that he did get to play Elvis because Elvis was huge in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So I just think that's a cool, like... Well, that's probably also, I feel like I really kind of think he's half Puerto Rican, like me. He's like Are half you? Puerto Rican and like... He he's got a lot. I wrote like them down. He would like to... So remember there was like a thing last year about like... People were getting mad at him because he was like kind of racially ambiguous and like oh he's playing like all this like black culture and he's not yeah. black. I've been saying that too. No. <laughs> oh yeah. Then Eminem is appropriating black everywhere. music. Then. Or did we talk about this Thank on the podcast? Thank you. Thank you. Did we talk about this on on our Don't podcast? Don't come for my name. Mm, I might have got ranty and mentioned. I, I might have talked to you. His about. dad is uh, half Puerto Rican and half Ashkenazi Jewish descent from Ukraine and Hungary. <laughs> He's got Filipino. Filipino the other side. Um, and then I said other things from other sources that I'm not 100 percent of their accuracy. So therefore, I did not want to put them in here because I'm like, wait a minute, what's that? Yeah. So not 100%. Yeah. we can get we can get back to that later. But his name is to. Peter Jean Hernandez. Um, yeah. Is that is Bruno's real name? That is Bruno's real name. I don't know. I still don't know why Bruno was given to him, but that was a nickname that was given to him as a baby. Oh, really? But. Bruno! So. And he grew up listening to 1950s doo wop. Laser remix of Lost Out of Heaven. I have to check that out. Uh, what were you talking about? What song? Show me. Yes. Oh, I said I would love to hear this song live with a full band and like backup Can singers. Can you know what on tour? He did not do show me. Um, I like the breakdown where he goes into his little rap. Now give it to me, give it to me, boom, boom, boom. I forgot about that part until I listened to it yesterday. Um, and I like the part. It starts at two minutes and forty-four seconds where it goes like partially acapella. I know. I really. Dude. I went to bed at five in the morning last night writing. I feel so unprepared. <laughs> writing these. Notes. I mean, I did. A lot. I haven't I, said most of my notes. I did okay. a lot of. I did quite a significant amount of note-taking myself. I just didn't want to let him down. <laughs> not that no, he knows, that's good. Not no, that he knows who honestly, I am, and I still feel like I didn't do it justice with my good. notes. But um, okay, um, anything else to say about this album? Or this t- oh, I want to know girl. who Natalie young is. Girl. Oh. Young I, girl. I wanted to talk about this song. Oh, so I, didn't, I, I saw the title when I listened to the album. I saw the title. I said, Young Girls. I said, I don't think I know that song. And I was like, wait, is that that song that goes, all together? Yeah. Then I listened to it. I said, oh, I do. I, I think this is... I, know I don't know. I think the this first album so two good. albums mixed together. The singles from the, the first two albums mixed together is my favorite. Mixed together? Like, like if you put them together. Like if you put the singles from one and the singles yeah. from the other. I mean, they came like there's all in the same yeah. time period. So. Yeah. Yeah, two years. Cheers, about two years. I feel like these lyrics in the songs like kind of cringy. Like, for sure. Like, a lot of his songs are kind of like him talking, like, trying to get ladies to like him or tell ladies that he, like, can't stop looking at them or whatever. It's just kind of weird. Like, if he wasn't Bruno Mars, like, if some guy was just saying these things to you, it'd be really strange. It's also weird because, like, he's 5'5", so I'm just imagining, like, a short person, like, going up to them. Okay, wait, wait. That's probably what he... I think now is the time to talk about this. Okay. All right. So I have a controversial opinion about Bruno Mars. Oh, no. I keep going around and I keep asking people what they think and I get different responses. We've been on the same side. Is Bruno Mars attractive? I think he is. Yes, he's attractive. Come on. Okay, Okay. this is the thing. If he wasn't... Half my friends don't think he's attractive. If he couldn't be 
my cousin, then I would. Because we could have it. He's only. Yeah, he looks like he could be family. But we're only. He's only. Um, Let me look at a picture. He's only like seven years I've never old. seen he's, him without sunglasses, so I don't Oh, are you kidding? Like. I have looked into those eyes, not personally, but oh. Okay. I have not gotten into as much as her, she has, but she, I see him. I'm like, he's a cool looking dude. And my friend was like, ew. He's attractive. He, no, Let you know what it is for me? He's very cute. I'm very protective over him. I adore he's mega him. swaggy. I, I love. That's one of the things. I love his style. I really, if I could have, technically I could have bought it, but he has the, the hooligans jerseys mm-hmm. that he was selling for his merchandise. And I mean, I just, I love his style. Um, I just, I just want to put him in my pocket and just keep him safe. You know, like, I mean, maybe he's like very attractive. On a good day. He's attractive. <laughs> I will say, this, this, he's, he's definitely like, like he's not, he's not ugly. ugly. He's definitely attractive. He's on the positive side of the attractiveness scale. He's, he's more recently looks this is the best that he's looked with his hair grown out, mm. I will say. But he's always been um, attractive to me. No, I think Grenade Bruno Mars is pretty attractive. I like this because it's, it's really his. Day, mm-hmm. It's his whole style that I think makes him attractive. I don't know. I'm just. I absolutely adore him. I'm not a I 100%. <laughs> you can tell whoever that. that to... It was like literally half of my friends. No, he's so adorable. Those beautiful big brown eyes. And like, I have them say, like, no, he's short. I'm like, he can be short and still well, cute at the same time. I'm glad that you answered. When I was a kid, I was still so cute. We could happen because I'm. I, well, actually, I don't know what height I am anymore. I, on my license, it <laughs> says 5'3. You can't happen. Isn't Some... he engaged? <sighs> he's not married yet. Yeah, people go missing. Not, the word fiance is pronounced no, obstacle. No, his girlfriend, I watched, I re, no, I rewatched his Grammy uh, speech last night, and she really loves him. Um, and does he really love her? They're very happy. Well, actually, my text just came out. Um, so they've been, dating, they've been dating since 2012, um, so. So when he got famous. <laughs> well, well, was, no, I think he was money. famous before then. But he started getting some money. No one else knows who he was anyway. He was getting that just the way you are money. She was yeah. like, oh. Yeah. I will say. Oh, it was very hey. sweet at the concert when he performed. Um, you sang it to her? No, no, no. She wasn't there. I don't know. Um, uh, I think it was Nothing on You. And he said this song was a song that changed his life. And I just thought that was nice. You know, when they don't forget like where they yeah, come I love, from. I love when people acknowledge stuff. I was like, wow, that like I felt that. Because it's like, it's true. It's like, if this song didn't blow up, you know, mm-hmm. that, that label could have scrapped him. Like, you know what? Yeah. yeah it didn't work. And sorry. Mm-hmm. And you could have just been, you know, flipping it's, burgers and all of He's also lucky that he can be played over different mediums. Yes, he, he oh. has a very uh, wide spectrum yeah. of yeah. like platforms that mm-hmm. will promote his music for sure. He's got a really palatable sound. Good to, he fits to do that. Top forty. He played radio, on all different radio, kinds radio, of radio stations. Radio for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's smart. That's if that's you really want smart. like the most exposure and most. Um, Quickness and success. What do you think? You know? Nelly teamed up with uh, what was his name for that one song? Oh, um, Cruz. No, no, no. Before oh, then. Oh, um, over and over. Yeah, I'm thinking about. Yeah, there you go. Nelly, Nelly's been about the country life, y'all. No, he's not new. Nelly's been about. Didn't Ty Dolla Sign have a, a country song with someone recently? No, just kidding. I didn't I say that. I don't think so. Hmm. He might. I don't know. Ty I think Dolla he just performed on one of the CMAs or something. Uh, gotcha. Okay, so do what? What song um, should we play? This uh, one I had a tough time between. I had a tough time between Treasure and If I Knew, but I'm gonna go with If I Knew because I just feel like that song deserves more recognition. I feel like it deserves more recognition, and a lot of people they might be familiar, but I feel like um, mm. they might have forgotten about it. I feel like it really is one of his best. I mean, that song hits my heart every time. Mm. Oh, I didn't talk about If I Knew. It's it's okay, but anyway. I'm 
make like 14 track albums. <gasps> That's he, what I wrote. He gets the point across. Yes, like he ten keeps sweet it simple. Songs. At and least 10 max. Like you can get it's an easy listen. My thing, yeah, my thing for albums, if it's, uh, my, my number is 12. I like a good 12, like 10 mm. to 12 is like a good mm. thing for me. If it's longer than 12, I'll listen to it. I've listened to 20 songs. I still haven't before. listened to Chris Brown's album and had like 40 songs <laughs> on there. I'm <laughs> like, oh no. That's yeah, too long. I love, I love long albums. Like I'm, I'm like the kind of person like people are like, oh, I don't like like super long intros. I'd I'll listen want to, more. I like, I don't just turn off a song in 15, 15 seconds. I listen to the whole song. Yeah, like, I, I, do yeah, I always then, listen to the whole song. But usually if it's more than 12 songs, like at least three of the songs are like filler songs that aren't that good that I always skip. Like, oh, that's, that's, that's why I like how he, he just puts all his effort into 10, like yeah, nine or 10 really good songs. He's if it, if and they're the album, solid. Yeah. Yes. If the album is longer than 12 songs, they better be good songs. Yeah, that's what's true. The, what's, yeah, what's the point of making music if it's not going to be the best ever? short. Like, I'm not listening to 12 four-minute songs. Yeah, no, his songs are pretty short. Like because I know there's an album yeah. I have to listen to that my friend recommended for me. I wanted If I Knew to be longer. Um, just, I always want songs to be longer. And that's good. You should want that. Is, you don't want to be like, oh, God, this song's still going on. Yeah, the song is... The song is like this album is twelve songs and twenty eight minutes. I mean, some of these songs are like hella short. It's like well, with that being said, said minutes, like really Rihanna's short. birthday, like that should have been way longer. And we got a full version with Chris Brown, but Not you can't even long. buy that. No, you can't. I'm like, dog, you want that kitty? Oh, <laughs> um, give me, give a me a heart attack. attack. <laughs> um, you do the cheerleader. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do appreciate. It, like, okay, I'm just gonna put. I could have recorded like forty songs in this like album session or, or cycle or whatever, but. These 10 songs are like just solid 10 songs. And I'm just gonna yep. do that. You know what's f- interesting? He probably had like always, 20 and he just yeah. chose these. And 10. I know fans and stuff, and people sometimes will get mad. They're like, what? This is it? Just 10 songs? We want more. I said, okay, but would you want more songs if they weren't good? Yeah. Like most bands, they like they write, when they're writing an album, they write like twenty songs and they just kind of whittle them down one Some by people, one. I know artists who write like hundreds. I'm like, how can you even? I couldn't even okay, imagine that shooting sure, process. I couldn't even decide. I think that the, the, the definitions of songs, the definitions of songs, like they'll have like a line and yeah. they're like from there. Like it's not always like hey, twenty finished totally songs. Complete, yeah, Especially when it's like forty songs and they're all like it all sounds the same. Yeah, like yeah. that's what the issue is with Chris Brown. It's like he's just anyway. I don't want to tell you what he's talking about. That's what I'm saying. There's only so unless you want like a playlist. There's only so much. You yeah, I'd rather have a do. playlist. There's only so much you can do on an album if you want it because albums I think should be kind of cohesive. Yeah, like with the bad thing. In sound, yeah. But even his first two albums don't really feel like that though. For Bruno, like, yeah. Yeah, that's what like, the especially, next especially album his first I feel album. Yeah, it's, it's more like a mission. That's what but, I said. It's like a playlist. But, but see, but see with him, Which I like. Though. There's like a through line with whether that be like the lyrical content or like his vocals or mm-hmm. just there you know what I mean like there it's it doesn't just sound like it doesn't sound like a different band every yeah time. it doesn't sound like different artists every single time it doesn't sound like he's trying to be a different person yeah. with every single song it's and that's good that's what you yeah that's just different aspects I definitely even though I like long albums I definitely like I prefer to like have like random genres like popped in and out so I like how his albums are like it's not the same genre for 10 songs yeah, yeah, yeah. he dances yeah, you don't want them to all sound and blend all the sounds even though sometimes like sometimes you do I listen to albums like the songs will just flow together and I was like I didn't even know we were on a different song yeah. but I like that kind of stuff I, I, I love happened? I was like, something recently like whenever I hear a song and I hear like a whooshy noise in the beginning or the end I'm like oh no I have to go back to the album and hear what song comes after that so I know what that like yeah, how it yeah. connects or, I know I love I like those when songs connect like that yeah because I love listening to albums so the songs like 
are stru- their albums are structured that way to fit like in context. I love it. I'm just like, oh, you can't listen to this song without listening to the one before and yeah. the one after. That's a good like strategy too, because you like you hear the one single on the radio that leads yeah. into another song. You're like, oh no, I gotta know. Yeah. I gotta know what gotta that is. I know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's true. All right, so um, second album. Um, solidifies more hits, gets some awards. You know, everyone at this point in the world knows who Bruno Mars is. So, he could easily have continued writing with success, put out another album, and got some more hits. But he took some time off. But don't fret, everyone. <laughs> Four years off. Because the time Four off did. was well spent. Because he released one of the biggest songs of this last decade mm-hmm. with Mark Ronson, Uptown Funk, oh. which peaked at number one for 14 weeks. Actually, went 11 times platinum. This song one, really got it for me. One record of the year That's and insane. one best pop duo. This is music to my ears. So. <laughs> I'm so happy for him. Up to, uh, I'm just gonna say it. Uptown say it, Funk, Shane, because you pissed Funk, me off last time. <laughs> Uptown Funk it. is in itself. It's like it's like that's a moment in time. Like you couldn't go anywhere without hearing that song. No. Like every like I remember one. I went to karaoke one time, and one guy he sang Uptown Funk, and someone's one of my friends that I was with said, "Um, oh that wait, were you there that time? Maybe you weren't." Um, someone <laughs> someone someone said, "Um, oh look, that's my song." I'm like, dude, that's everyone's song. Yeah, seriously. Everyone likes this song. They played it for the red carpet for um, on E News. Yeah, and this was the song that I realized. Um, how much influence Bruno Mars has like mm-hmm. you know because sometimes like you don't realize the kind of audience reach that people have but when my kindergartners were saying Mr. Shane can you play Uptown Funk You Up I was like you know what that is <laughs> and, like, you know the name that you can say it to me and also don't say it like that because it sounds like you're saying something else yeah. <laughs> um, I um I think they used they used it in I think a peanut butter commercial just because he said the word skippy yeah he, that's, that's a recent one they do that free money smoother than that's a Awesome. Uh, skip it. Yep, yep. Free money. And I think is Michelle Pfeiffer in that song? Yeah. Yeah. She did an interview with Graham Norton and they brought that up. Like, <laughs> did you know you're in Freedom Island? What an honor. <laughs> did Fun you know fact. I'm not dumb? <laughs> yes, fact, I know my name. Gangster's Paradise as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, they mentioned her in the song. No, no, she was in the video. Oh, oh. Mm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Interesting. Michelle Pfeiffer. Go ahead, Michelle. Michelle. Go ahead. Uh, but yeah, Uptown Funk, it's just like, you cannot dance, jam. They play that at every event I cater, they, they play that. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just... This one's some good girls. And it's true. It's, what you it's just immediately just gets you into it. Yeah, yeah, as soon as it starts, you're ready to jam. Can't even resist. Does it have an intro? Or is it just yeah, right the to food. Yeah. Yeah. Do, but that's you ready. Do, 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 do. And even like, even the smell is like you sing along the to it. The production's so good. Right? I never like, so I never. came out of the blue with this though. Like, yeah. it was like. Oh, this, yeah, this song came out of the blue. He was setting that thing up for 24 Carat. I never, oh, totally. It totally like set up the sound of the whole album. Yeah. Yeah. I always, I always. Set up in 24 karat magic. Huge person, I we know you are a huge person. Well, no, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, that I, I I've always said that 24 karat magic is just sounds like a 
slower version. Whenever people talk There's about one or the other, I, honestly, I don't. I, I can't remember which one's which. I, they're both oh, in I my do, head. Because I played Twenty Four Karamagic. One time, Twenty Four Karamagic came on the radio, and I really, for the first half of the song, I really thought it was Uptown. Dude, oh, yeah, I've, no. I've been, yes, me too. I love both those songs, I but really I've been really never But the one I was gonna say about Uptown Funk though is like even the intro. Oh, that's that's a favorite song on the album. Chunky. Well, I can't. I really can't even choose. Okay, let's just get to the album. So Twenty Four Karamagic. This is what I'm ready for. Came out November 18, twenty sixteen. Peaked at number two, which is actually very surprising that I never went number one. Wow. Yeah, even after all the awards and stuff. Yeah. Um. So peaked or went three times. It's gone three times platinum. Three times platinum so far. It won best engineered album, non classical. Totally. I got it. Best R and B album, which is debatable. Um. Album of the year, debatable. And um. Was and it was promoted by the singles Twenty Four Karat Magic, which peaked at number four. Five times platinum, won a record of the year. Wait, wait, wait. 24 Karat Magic was not number one? No, because Kayla, oh, yeah, it's, it's, right. it's we were... Uptown Funk ripoff. Uh, that's why no one, no. everyone was like, mm, it's okay, but it's not as good. No, it's, um, it's better than... No, it's not. I think that's, like that's what I like. Peaked at number one. Mm-hmm. Went seven times uh, platinum, won Song of the Year, Best R&B Song, and Best R&B Performance. Versace on the floor, which um, peaked at number thirty-three. It went platinum, and then, of course, we know Finesse yeah. featuring Cardi B, which peaked at number. I hate that we're saying featuring. It was it's his song platinum. was his without her. But then the single version features Cardi B. And so, I think it been this, fine this is a super solid album I because like would not have he he even himself. Do you see that where he talked about getting her? Oh no, that was, was no, dude. Finesse is like already been played like played on the radio. No, I was, with I, her. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I was thinking that. about Maroon. What Maroon Five said about Cardi B. Oh, sorry. They said that girls like you would be nothing without her star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but dude, this album, this is like this is one of my favorite albums. I think because I've been the way this is what I really, I really want to talk about Bruno Mars because the way this album is produced and written is like perfect. It's like if you listen to um, 24 Karat Magic, you know the chorus has got that synthesizer part. It's like wait, what song's that? Yeah, that's the right song. But like, there's no, there's tons of stuff going on, but there's never a point where there's like a bunch of stuff happening at once. Like, he'll sing and then there's this like synthesizer line, and then like he'll sing again and there's this synthesizer line. Like he'll sing and there's background vocals, but it's never like he's singing and there's synthesizers and there's background vocals. Like, mm-hmm. if you listen to the song, each part. They like draw your attention to it. They drop something else out and push something else in like every time. And it's like such, it's like it sounds like super exciting without sounding too busy and like yeah, muddy. I get that. And like I don't know from a musician's perspective, it's like yeah, I'm like well, you're thinking awesome. about this a lot different than I was thinking about it. Yeah, like the whole production on this album is like amazing, and like I can, I can go a lot to this. We can talk about it there. But yeah. What? I really am excited about it. I so as we all know, this album is very '90s influenced. Yes, um, this is my favorite part about it. Very, you know, um, I was... inspired by like Jimmy Jam mm-hmm. and all those. I mean, he worked with them, so you know, whatever. But I think that it to me. Yeah, and like um, Terry Lewis, New Edition, Bobby Brown, uh, Jodeci, Boys to Men, stuff like that were kind of the influence for the album. The only thing to me that like irks me a little bit about this oh album is that it kind of just sounds like the songs that inspired them. Yeah, I agree. But like not in a good way. Like it just sounds like you just sank over the instrumental to like, you know. Mm. I feel like it's in a good way. I think it like it's it, it it's pays, nostalgic it pays, a little bit. It pays homage. It 
pays like respect to that time period and era and he's definitely come out and said that many times when people would try to come at him come at him and say well you just stole their sound or whatever he said no like he been very influenced by them yeah. you know I worked with them he brought them up to the Grammys when he won the awards and whatever mm-hmm. yeah and whatnot it's just like I really liked the last album so when this came out and like 24 Karat Magic came out I said oh so we're just doing another version of Uptown Funk that's not as good <laughs> to me and um and so I was just kind of like thrown off a little bit by then because I really thought with the last record he was touching on more <clears throat> musical styles that I liked I feel like this album musically is his best album yeah it's, it's like it's, it's like, most cohesive for sure yes, definitely but like if you think about that like, well like a lot of a lot of no, there was definitely a most, theme of like 80s and, you can and 90s you definitely tell like um, the production budget was there yeah oh yeah for sure. Well, I guess I'd say, like, for me, like, the the music, like, music in general is kind of, like, everything's kind of mushing together. It's, like, this, there's a lot of, like, cool, I don't know if you, I don't know if it's everywhere, but, like, on, the, like, YouTube, there's lots of cool, like, funk fusion musicians now. Lots of neo-soul, which is, like, uh-huh. R&B and, like, soul stuff mixed with, like, like, rock and, like, gospel. And it's all, like, very conglomerative. I feel like this album is, like, the perfect mix of all of that, but still, like, really palatable. Cause like yeah, he's, it's got like really old school sounds, like old school uh, influences on it. But mm-hmm. he, he has like really modern sounding like yeah, yeah, synth parts, like, like, modern like vocal melodies. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Um, but that's what he said in his Grammy speech. He was saying that um, you know he paid respect to it's just the, production. the other influences, and then he, then he said that he had you know he put his own little he yeah, said a sprinkle of Bruno to. on there. Um, yeah. Can I actually read a little bit of the editor's notes? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. very brief. It just says Bruno Mars's long-awaited return is one of the most spirited, sonically cohesive, and danceable albums of 2016. Moving away. From the new wave flirtations of 2012's chart-topping unorthodox jukebox, the singer-songwriter-musician fills 24 Karat Magic with the feel-good vibes of 80s and 90s R&B, which I think sums it up. I definitely say this feel good. It's definitely, it's definitely, um, it's definitely a fun album, and it works that it's short. Um, and saying, it is a fun album. You know, and um, I don't know. I do like That's What I Like. That's What I Like is probably the first Bruno Mars song. song I liked off the back. I was like, oh, I like this one. Like, I, I do really like this one. Like, my favorite part of the whole album, I feel, is the part in Versace on the floor. Like, Versace on the floor. Can you think of anything where it sounds like a 90s VHS commercial? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I said that was so 90s. I like the music video. I respected that. Um, for those that don't know, Zendaya stars in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just thought it was very uh, respectful and classy. You know, they didn't, there was no like getting down or anything. There wasn't like, they weren't but touching or anything. Ready to get down. I mean, and then the most that happened was at yeah, the end. It nice. just gives they you that, and you know that she, you know, takes off the dress for all we know, which Zendaya, she's very reserved and everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like she still had clothes on. We didn't yeah. see, but anyway. Um, and it just takes place. They're both in separate rooms, and he's just singing on the piano, talking about, like, describing what they'll do, how their night will go, and she's just listening and reacting to it. So I thought it was very classy. Um, oh, and at the end, like, every time I go, make that change. Like, Michael Jackson's um, Man <laughs> in the Mirror, because it just sounds... It has that vibe. It sounds sure. right. Like, it just kind of... I feel like that's, like, an, an MJ sure, influence. that's probably... That's probably not where he was going for, but for me, yeah. every time I'm like, probably, make that I'm change. Because he goes, he was going uh, for, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's going for an MJ vibe all the time. No, I'm pretty sure he's probably going for... I mean, that's for, one of his influences. Man in the Mirror. Um... um what was I gonna say? Um, um, no, he was inspired by Boys to Men. Okay, for this one. Oh yeah, they were in there. Yeah, eighties and nineties. Oh no, 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 yeah, yeah. 
Um, well, Josh Ellis of Rolling Stone felt the song seemed to draw inspiration from Selena's Dreaming of You and Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror. Thank oh. you, see, I know. Um, oh, I just forgot what it was. It evoked an 80s nostalgia. Oh, I'll never forget it. In his Grammy speech, and he was he just reflected back to when he was 15 years old in Hawaii, and he was um, at some Polynesian festival, and he said he was tasked with entertaining like a thousand people, and you know he just said like that's when it, it clicked for him, just seeing different people, um, just of different backgrounds coming together for music, and he said that's what he wanted to recreate for this album was just people coming together and dancing and having a good mm-hmm. time, and I just feel like he achieved that so totally. beautifully, and it's just so well. I feel like this is the album that you play at. Um, I play it every day, pretty much. <laughs> this is my one of my favorite albums, just of anybody of all time. Really? Awesome. I think this is an album. I yes. Because uh, I can recommend it right. once. Because but, oh no, that's why I had to go to this concert because I couldn't but, go to concerts when I was younger. I think this is an album that you play at. Um, like a party where like when all your aunties come. <laughs> your aunties come. Yeah. Yes. Like when all like not like I'm saying like, if like you wanna feel your good. older relatives and stuff are there and like they were like really like We did play you know, they I, were our age when this music um artist okay, was making to me and they're like because I feel like that's for like all Everybody, the anybody, like, you know everybody I mean? I feel like, to this. If I put this album like my mom and my aunt and stuff and like dancing, but they wouldn't know like all different generations it brings together. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I definitely think I think he achieved his goal. I sure think that's why it was so successful. Um, so I'm not going to take that away from them or whatever. Thank you. But uh, <laughs> um, I just don't, I don't, I don't know. What's, what's song is, there's almost so many know. good songs on it. Sit, it just doesn't sit well with me. Are you kidding? This album was like, like you don't era. Like you don't know if it's awesome or you don't know if you like it at all. Um, I'm in I'm love feel- with this album. Why not both? Yeah. <laughs> I just. I like it. I don't understand I every single song. What's wrong? I agree with you. Why'd you bring me here? His mother. <laughs> I brought you here because I knew you liked Bruno Mars. I didn't care for him that much. So. Even um, Perm, like they're just all the songs dude, are just Chunky so Chunky is so good. That's one of my favorites. The, first, the a, second. I part. think it's the first one I heard from this album because I heard it like I don't even know how I heard it. Might I, I come on YouTube or something like that? That like synth intro. It's so good. Like, I don't know, man. Like, like I said, man, it just it just brings together so many things that I like about music, all in yeah. the same album. I think maybe, I think maybe because I'm not like a huge '90s fan. Maybe that's just. Are you like maybe a funk? That's like, are you like a funk I fan? I do. Like, I love funk. I love funk. No, I love, I love the funk. No, you up town. I love, the, I love the funk elements of it. like, like when you know the songs live and stuff. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I, 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 feel like I feel like funk is like. It's like a, it's like a participatory genre, like participatory, participation, participatory. Participatory. Yeah, that yeah. one. Like you can't be in a room where people are playing funk music live and not dance and yeah, like, get yeah. into you it. Yeah, If you don't, then you just you just something's wrong. Yeah, like, not like, living, like so I played, like I played with like a, a funky jazz band. Shout out to Keycentric. We have a Christmas EP coming out soon. Every time like a funky, but like, like all our EPs oh, are like. I, I really love Sorry. bass. You're good. Mm. Our EP is really chill. Whenever we play live, like it's like such, such different energy. And people yeah. are always dancing. Like people will come up and like be like dancing right to the stage like you can't not move and it's so funky you feel it. and yeah that's, and that's, something, that's how I feel when I listen to that's any Bruno Mars he did album. say about this album he said he, he or when he makes music he um he and, and this is why I, sh- I feel like I should like Bruno Mars and maybe I'm just not giving him a chance you're not giving him a chance you're not because you would love Bruno Mars he does let the wall down come be a hooligan with us there's been like so many be weeks like I've just been like been like telling Kelly stuff you know what 
I'm starting to kind of like them. I just never gave them a chance. You didn't give them a chance, especially the hooligans. Let me tell you something. At the concert, oh my gosh, when Bruno was not on stage, he had wait, his wait, hooligans. Wait, we're gonna get to it. We're gonna oh, we are. Um, um, wait, what was I just saying? Giving them a chance. The best. You love Bruno Mars. No, <laughs> um, but you know, yeah, right. He said that he when he makes music, like his first thought like isn't lyrics or melody or whatever it's like the feel of the song and that's like I that's been the, the first thing I go when I listen to music is how I, it makes me feel mm-hmm. so I'm like I should like you but like this but that's also my thing with Bruno Mars as like a whole um I just there's just something about him that I just I don't know I just can't connect with I think he's very talented I think he has great songs I think he's an excellent live performer mm-hmm. but I just like, he's I just, an entertainer I just don't get the hype like you know what I mean no I don't know what you mean (laughs) I really don't know what you mean (laughs) it's like um it's like for me he for me it's like him and the weekend like the weekend's very uh, popular I just don't get the hype I think he's bring me back on when we talk about the weekend I, I understand think, the I hype reserve, yeah I love the weekend when it was his mixtapes I understand the hype I like I like the weekend of his mixtapes yeah. I loved his mixtapes you don't like when he went pop and with Mark I don't, I don't really like you I don't like when he collaborated with Ariana Grande and Max Martin I was like I can make you no that was fun but I just feel like he's gone too mainstream and he's kind of straight away no, from that's, that's why he got mainstream because he worked with Ariana that's Grande. what makes me nervous when these artists go mainstream yeah they lose a lot of the like yeah, they the soul just, of it yeah but they just lose it's their also, it's also not always them you know yeah I know that there's people around them I mean, saying, it's, oh, it's we really, should it's, do this. It's uh, the studios. But that's one thing about this about this album. Like, Bruno Mars, I think, has become more Bruno Mars. Yeah, no, and this that's like, because he's he, not gotten watered down. Yeah, he also said, mm-hmm. um, or I don't know if he said it, but his label wasn't, like, when he said, hey, I want to make an album that sounds like this, his label was like, um, I don't know about that. Like, we don't know if that's going to work. And he, like, really fought for it. I'll tell you, when I first heard 24 Karat Magic, I, see, I remember exactly where I was. I was in my apartment. I was, like, doing something. I remember, too. <laughs> oh, stop. I was doing, I was turning, I had just turned my, um, my radio on, and it was kind of, like, in the, the song had already started playing, and I thought it was an ad, like a commercial, and they just used, like, a, a throwback kind of, um, and then but then like a minute later came you know passed and I was like man it's a long commercial and that's when I was like oh my god like is this a song and so it was a long commercial but it was such a good commercial yeah after that that's what like I was like Pretty sure I first heard Chunky was like in my friend's truck on the way to work, and I was like watching YouTube videos, and I saw it, and I was like, "Yo, this is sick." Well, I have another little confession. Um, oh. Well, you made no, 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 oh, no. I could never <laughs> a joke of such a thing. Um, when they were promoting his Twenty Four Karat Magic tour, I, I hadn't heard the album yet, and I was good. Mm-hmm. I was good. Not. Mm-hmm. I had. I wasn't interested in going to the tour. You know, I was good, and then and then flash forward to me hearing the album, and that I just something just took over me, and that's when I was like really hooked, and that's when I was like, oh my gosh, I have got to go to this concert, and I was devastated when I did. My coworker Marie went to. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So I actually do want to talk about Bruno as a live performer, but let's wrap up this album. So what? um, What? What song should we? Oh, we're going out to Chunky. Chunky. Yes. From left, right, side to side She gotta have her own money Oh yeah Shout out to the girls that pay They rent all time If you ain't
cha cha part. Oh, that song's so good. Yes. To the morning. Okay, and so so currently right now, so after this album, uh, currently right now, Bruno has we talked about it a little before the collaboration with Gucci Mane and Kodak Black, "Wake Up in the Sky." I like it a little more. I mean, at first I was like, sounds like a song Bruno Mars would do. I was like, eh, but I like it more now. Um, I just like the part where. what does he say? Dun, 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 about dun, being the flyest person in the room or something. You can tell me I'm fly. It is a very Bruno Mars I listened thing. to it and I honestly don't remember much of it. It was like, it was pretty good. It's okay. It's, um, I heard, remember, who? Someone on the podcast said we should listen to it. It was like when it first came listen out. Listen to what? Wake, Wake up? up Wake sky. me up? Oh, yeah. They were like, Wake me up. Someone Wake said, up inside. I think it was Nick. <laughs> Or someone said, listen to that song. Oh, if it was anyone, it would probably be Nick. I heard it, I think, when it premiered um, on the radio. And I was like, and he said that to me, I said, I don't like Bruno Mars. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so no thank I should you. take you all to the concert. Um, <laughs> yeah. What do you say? I'm, I'm drunk. I, I drink till I'm drunk. Give me about 10 years. Like, to pay <laughs> so you can save that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's like, it's a fun song. Yeah, it fits like. It's very, I mean, it's not like a serious Song. It's just a fun song. It doesn't have yeah. to be, yeah. It's just it's a, a fun song. Um, okay. Song about being high. <laughs> um, and being fly. High and fly and drunk. <laughs> um, oh, which is all the things that he was doing after he won all those Grammys. Um, <laughs> he even said he said, I've had a little drink, I've been celebrating, you know? Uh, we, can, we can tell. We can see, we can see a wobble. He, was a, he did um, kind of have a little trouble getting up on the stage. I saw that last night. Oh, um, no. Bruno, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Um, okay, so let's just talk about Bruno, like, okay, so away from just, like, his music. Let's talk about him as an entertainer and as a performer. And you said it all. his musicianship, too, we can put in there as well. He's an entertainer. He's the, honestly, I, th- I kind of mentioned it before, I think he should be, and I'm sure it's probably debatable, but I think he should be the um, prince of pop. <laughs> if Michael Jackson is king of pop, I think a lot he of should people, be prince of pop. A lot of people have said that they think Bruno Mars I think he's um, the prince of is the reason why Justin Timberlake is not really that successful anymore. Oh, they kind of took his Oh, kind of took oh yeah, his I did. Like in 2003, I read that in like J14 or something. 2003. Ooh, J14, girl. J14 and magazine. 2003? Yes. It might have been, two, it might not have been 2003, but I remember reading I was all like, the magazine. I was like, Bruno Mars. Because they, they called. Did he even know he was alive? No, 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 Bruno Mars, Justin Timberlake. They called him um, oh, like the prince of pop. Or something, uh, yeah, yeah. So he's been around for a long well, time. So it makes sense. And, stuff came and I don't, I won't, I don't think even Justin has you don't have peaked. To say. Yeah. You don't think he's peaked? I think he's, I he's, he's, he's made a comeback hopes. for sure, though. He's made a comeback. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think he's peaked. Did though. his album come out? Did he release an album just now? Oh, no, Man, this is, it was Man his... in the Woods. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> Lost in the Woods. Actually, I was thinking about his memoir. I want to read his memoir. Me too, actually. I, I cannot wait till Justin Bieber's memoir. And that's I a whole other story I can't talk about. Brooks memoir. Oh, but no, I can definitely see Bruno Mars' memoir. I need a cricket. 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 I need a Music, he's like on all the top charts. But whenever I say that, whenever I say that to anybody, they always say like the weekend is like the new Michael Jackson. No, I feel like the weekend, like musically, like I think musically, the weekend is probably better than Bruno Mars, just like as a musician and a songwriter and like producer, like because he does a lot of it. The weekend does a lot of it, like a lot of it on his own. The weekend has a lot more texture and a lot I more. I think he's okay. I think he has a lot more talent just as like a, like as a, like technical talent. It just, oh, like he's not a musician. Talent. It just but depends on what you're He's looking. not a performer like Bruno Mars. Definitely not. I mean, have you seen him dance? Um, 
Was that was, her the weekend? No, the not weekend the weekend. I've seen him do like no. a really bad Michael Jackson impression. It yeah. was something I was gonna. But say. no, the week. But the weekend, the thing's a better musician. But like, I think Bruno Mars is, is more of an entertainer than the weekend. He is such an. I feel like he's the entertainer. Is, do you think under Michael Jackson? Well, I think he's more of an entertainer. Ooh, I was gonna compare him to Chris Brown. Better, better. So what? What exactly did you say? I say I think the weekend's a better musician than Bruno Mars, but Bruno Mars is also really good and he's a great entertainer he's a at the same time. Musician, or do you think he's a better artist? I don't think The Weeknd is better at anything than Bruno Mars and well, no, they're, so, they're so different. Just, like, you can't compare them. Like, yeah, Bruno Mars writes dancey music. The Weeknd writes, like, sad boy music, which I love. But, like, they're, they're, they're different. But I think, like, as a... If I, like, listen to both of their albums, you I would, two like, different, completely cash different. more cool stuff probably in The Weeknd's music. But I also like yeah, that kind of music. The weekend, I like that the, stuff The Weeknd has more, like, layers and textures and stuff. Too. Like, The Weeknd's production is, like... Insane, like it's like you have to if you listen if you listen close if you listen close like you find something new in a weekend song every time you listen to it that you're like oh man I didn't realize that was a guitar like I didn't hear this noise here. The weekend makes more like vibey chill like some music you kind of have to really listen to it. Um, he's also making really dirty. Yeah, his lyrics are like so dirty, nasty. Like his early stuff, like before he became mainstream. Oh, like wicked games, mainstream stuff. Can't tell my face is about cocaine. The hills is about like. Booty, booty called call. some girl in the suburbs. Like Wicked Games. No, no, no. All the songs are just like The Weeknd has the worst or, lyrics. Or um. I don't, I don't know. Um, that was a group song. I thought that was. It was tied out the side. I did like his that one song that he had on like an album before. Yo, you guys at home listen to Wicked Games. Right. It's one of his earlier songs. Yeah, it's yeah, like, I like Wicked Games. One of the best songs ever. I, I did like his cover of uh, Michael Jackson's song. Um, uh, God, I don't know. Okay. I think covered Michael Jackson. Weekend podcast. Coming so, back to Bruno Mars. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, we'll, we'll be back. Um, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> um, so, I... I think he's an excellent performer. I think he's an excellent yeah. showman. For, for sure. sure. 100% can put on the show. Um, I appreciate that he plays instruments. On, yes. Um, even though a lot of people have said that they don't think he can actually play, he just knows how to play his songs. No, he totally play. I, I, I mean, I haven't, I haven't heard him seen do, him enough to... I haven't heard him do other his songs. His songs are like... I haven't seen him enough. Are you enough. saying that's like a rumor? Um, no, I'm just saying oh. I've, I've had a lot of people... There are musician friends that have said. Oh, I guess I haven't like. They don't think he's like a musician. They think he just plays. I haven't said I don't watch Bruno like play or anything like that. But he plays so many different styles of music. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's no way he like. Just, and he like, also writes a lot of. Music. Yeah, mm-hmm. he writes. He writes music for different people. I, I don't think he doesn't know how to play music. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think he just like learns. Like, it's not like yeah, you too. Like, like, they don't know music theory. And they just like write stuff. I think he like actually understands music. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. he writes too much. Too many different styles to not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do we think about? Um, I'm actually really upset that he performed at the Super Bowl. Like, it was like five years ago. With Beyonce? No, not that time. Um, not that. The first, when he had his own show. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think he did fine for what he could. He I had the hits. I thought it was not good. Me. I like, I like I that like show. The, I don't like the hits. Well, you don't like. Bruno. I thought. You're, I not, just, you're not enlightened. 
No, no, no. I just, I just thought it was really too early for him in his career mm-hmm. to be doing something like that. And when he performed the next time, when he performed Coldplay and Beyonce and Uptown Funk was out, I said, dang, I really wish he had waited. Mm-hmm. Not that like it was his mm-hmm. I mean, who's going to wait? Like, yeah, not <laughs> like, like you want to go to the Super Bowl? Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want millions <laughs> of dollars? Like, you're offered. Like, no, okay. I should probably wait until I have some, like, more hit, more hit songs. Well, maybe now that's Maroon 5's dilemma. Maroon 5 is a different story. No. But I kind of wish he had um, waited uh, to do because up top, I can just... I don't remember his first I mean, you can always play, you can always go back and do it again. Memorable. I remember he started with like a drum solo. I can tell you about Godfather, I, I can tell you about Katie, I can tell you about Beyonce, I can tell you about Coldplay, I can tell you about... I couldn't tell you about Katie. Oh, she had the shark. Yeah. Yeah. That's shark. Hey. I think I'll remember I can tell you about Madonna. I can tell you about the Black Eyed I can tell you about, you know what I mean? I can tell you about James. Madonna brought up Nikki. Yes. I could not tell you about Bruno Mars' performance except that he opened by playing the drums. Yeah. That's what I just said. Like That's what I really remember. Like I, I don't, and, he, and he ended with just the way you are. I know that. But I don't know that. I don't know if my memories are the first time. Or the, or the he did the run with baby. Cold I cold. also. Who was a baby? I said he did run. <laughs> oh, I was like, I was a baby. <laughs> I I was back when you were a baby, he played this song. Some things that some a, a thing that I appreciate about Bruno Mars though that not a lot of singers can do yes. is that they can that he can sing live. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very yeah. well. That's when they can sing live good. and you can sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's oh, yeah. my rule. If you have live vocals, I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, otherwise, it doesn't even count. I'm like, yeah, what, what is this? It's like, who cares? It's like, oh. sing, honestly, yeah. that's so true. Um, that's why I appreciate live music because I'm like, oh, I, can, I can love an artist like, like to the Halsey, movie. as much as her music annoys me. She cannot sing. What? You think she can sing? That <laughs> 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 just took a turn. <laughs> That did not go where I expected it to. Uh, she, she could not say. Oh, oh what do you mean? She moves no. her mouth like a robot and she sings. I, yeah, I don't. You don't I don't think she. I, no, 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 no. I've, I've seen her laugh. I twice, cringe. So I sing, yeah. But I just. When when she sings. Oh, yeah. It's. Uh, it's I, show mouth. show me the video. What, what? You've never seen her sing? Like, she goes. Whoa, 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 whoa. I think you guys were talking about it, that. Just seeing it in person. It's just so weird. She, it's so in her mouth. I said, yes. You know what? what I feel like she's like Selena it's Gomez. Like where becomes like this look. They overcompensate. <laughs> like, they'll like feel it and they'll like. But it's like nothing is coming out. Like, no good sound is coming out. Selena has to overcompensate for it. <laughs> like she really can tell it's like she's trying so hard like she wants it she wants to feel it but Selena it's just not. Sings. She's, I think she just has like a chill let's voice. Let's not talk about Selena. She yeah, that's another story. Her. Well, no, they heard she. she, she no, she got out. No, oh, she's she out. I heard her. Yeah, in a, I heard her oh, in a so video um, talking to her sister. That's what the word is going around town, but who knows? Oh, I, Demi unfollowed like everybody. Oh, Demi said I'm sorry, over. Demi said Demi said Demi said sorry, not sorry. <laughs> uh, Good for them. Get the help you need. We're here um, for you. I mean, I am. You? I'm Selena's <laughs> um, my girl. Okay, what do we think? Okay, so... Bruno Mars has had... Uh, uh, he's been, what, in the game for like eight years now. Pretty consistently. Wow, seems longer than that. Doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Which is good. But... And he's a string of hits. Uh, mm-hmm. Very successful. He's... Uh, I don't. I don't want to say he's at his peak, but he's definitely no, he's not the highest peak. point in his career. And and I, when he won all of those Grammys and whatnot and stuff that night, I said, "How how is he going to follow this up?" So I'm, I'm scared. Know, excited think, to see what do we think is next <laughs> for Bruno Mars? Like what what do we think is this project going to be, or what do you think it's going to do? Is he going to go start acting now? <laughs> I hope not. Not. I just let's. Do you think he'll make another album oh, like Twenty Four Carat or Twenty Four Magic? Um, pretty good. 
I don't know if I saw that. Oh, really? Was that recent? Yeah. No, it was a few years ago. It was oh. back when the album. I feel like whatever music he's going to come out with next is going to be. Like, he could, he could completely change it up. He, he could, could. He could add some reggae reggae roots back in there. He could put rock and roll in I'm, there. Would you be mad if he made 24 Karat Magic Part 2? No. <laughs> 48 Cause, cause this, is my, this is my era, so. Yeah, yeah, I feel like back. I don't think it would be a success. If, 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 if he keeps this style going, I think listen. that'll be the best marketing move almost. Because I think that stuff's getting more and so? more popular. Yeah. Maybe, well, just, I mean, maybe just in the circles I mean, honestly, that I'm in. No, I don't know. It might be true because when we get into the 2020s, um, the 90s are going to be coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, they already have. I mean, like, like commercials, yeah, they're like throwback ads. Oh, they're getting ready. The stuff, the stuff he's playing is like. I can't wait to be out of my rug The stuff he's playing is the stuff that people are getting into now. Like, like yeah. I'm saying, man, like funk and like jazz fusion, like weird stuff like that, that's like becoming more popular. Like, yeah. like on the internet, like on YouTube, like I don't know if you're typing like, guitar, like electric guitar. It's just all like neo soul, funky stuff just like that. So I feel like, you know, you always have like several underground artists and then like one pop artist doing something and then like it kind of like pushes up from the bottom mm-hmm. so I feel, like, I feel like it's gonna stay in this like super funky vein it's probably gonna be a more 24 karaty magic key album next I really mm-hmm. don't know I hope so at least I'm I excited I'm open influence album from him I don't know if I want more reggae. I feel, like um, people, I feel like people when people do reggae, like reggae now it doesn't sound as good. He does it pretty well. He d- like every genre, he, he does well. it authentic. Like it's, it's just it's in him. He's got so many influences, so it's it's always been authentic. But um, I don't see. I'm. I just. I really loved this. Like I wish I had the album right now so I could just hug it. Um, <laughs> what if he went like uber pop? What mm. if he started like? What if he started making? Um, yeah, if you had a Taylor, I would stop listening yeah, to it. What if he said, look what you made me do? <laughs> you know, if you were to do it, he'd be like, ooh. Look what, like, he, I would like it. I would, I would like it. If he, I would like it. What if he did an album of, like, other, like, of covers? I, I would love that, too, if he did an album of, of oh, covers. Oh, yeah, I love covers. 100%. I love covers. I love, um, I love acoustic. I really, I said it before, but I really love bass. I mean, the piano, that's my number one favorite instrument, but I'm really starting to, like, I'm starting to listen more in songs for bass. That's what I'm saying, like, about the funk Ooh, yes, stuff. Like, bass, I love bass, bass. like, Ooh, I if you think about the last, like, 10 years of music, like, the instruments, like, like I feel like, like when I was a kid, like the bass player was always the person that, like the person that no one knew the name of, unless it was like. But it's so rich. And but, it's but here's like the thing, like the, well, the thing about bass, listen. the thing about bass is so good is you can <laughs> you can play around so much more with bass without changing the whole feel of the song yeah. by adding color to it. Yeah, yeah. And people have really been tapping into that, especially in pop. And like I'm saying, like the funk, like funk is coming. Mm-hmm. Funk it's is like rising. Me. I love funk. So like, funk it up. yeah, dude, bass is like. If you listen to music, even pop music, like it's ch- the way the bass functions in a song is different because bass used to always just like hold down the bottom of the chords of the guitar yeah. or the piano, but now bass is like its own thing. You hear like, t- like more bass fills oh, than yeah, ever no, before, honestly, more inversions with the bass. Like yeah. the last, um, especially in the last few months, like I'll be listening to songs, especially when I have like headphones that on. That bass just pops out like, to me. This bass. Yeah, like <laughs> if you listen to a song from two thousand from two thousand nine, like yeah. there's almost no bass in the mix, and like if it is, it's just straight like. Playing with the chords, mirroring the guitar, or whatever. But now it's it's changed so much. That's what it is. Ariana Grande song, the um, No Tears Left to Cry. That bass mm-hmm. in the second verse, oh, that gets me every time. You know the doom doom. Just listen to it. But I don't think I can listen to it. But yeah, dude, it's in the beginning. No, no, yeah. I, uh, and even the saxophone too. I lo- I I really love jazz, and I would like to see I him. Love- 
I would love to I see I like him. anything that he does. You know what I would actually like to kind of see Jazz. from him? I would see like almost like a big band. That'd be dope. That's what I was just thinking like a of live instrument. That's what I love. That's my... And that's kind of like what, what's what I like. Like a bunch of horns? Like if he did, if he did stuff... Oh, like, I don't like, like him that like much. Like if he did if he did a song that's like 24 Karat Magic with like a big band like instead of all the synth stuff it's just like a bunch of like horns and like tons of guitars and different stuff that'd be so dope. Oh, yes, he did that. He did that at the concert. He had that's, that's one thing. So I melted. It was. I don't know if you guys listen to Muse, but Muse came out with a new album recently. Muse is amazing, and they're also like known Muse. for a good bass. But like, the first like four songs, I don't know. I couldn't really get into it. They were amazing, but it was like there's no like real instruments in it. It's all like techno and I stuff like that. I love instruments. I feel like. I don't know. If, I feel like a lot of music now it's like really electronic. I love electronic music, yeah. but it doesn't feel as you know, real, you know. Have you noticed that? Like, you remember? Uh, it was a like, lot. There's a lot of people that are putting more life stuff. Yeah, I think it, like it's it? it's, oh, it's, it's coming back around. Yeah, but like, still, um, I'm waiting for it to fully get Which, by the way, I heard their new song with uh, Kelsey Ballerini. But when um, what is it? Um, <sighs> their kind of music. Um, Chill pop. No, like it was electronic smokers music. Not them oh. specifically, but that kind of music. It was something with electronic. It was like a big EDM. EDM. Like remember when that was like a big thing? Oh, and yeah. I don't really hear. I don't. No, not them. That was. <laughs> yeah, I know. What you're but like when EDM was like a thing, and now yeah. I feel like it's. Well, it's, it's like changing. I'm everything's like fusing now. Like if you listen to any, like almost every pop position is getting is getting funkier. Pop is getting more chill. Like rock is becoming more techno-y. Like everything's mixing together. So I'm really interested to see what everyone does because, like I said, like everything's kind of becoming more electronic recently. Yeah. But then you got people like Bruno who are still bringing back all these old sounds. Yeah, I appreciate that. I think like instruments. And maybe maybe big maybe big band stuff is gonna come back. Mm, I That'd hope be dope. So. I'm here for it. I think, yeah, I think he should do it. I never thought about what he could, what he could or would do. Not what he could, but what he would mm. will do next. So now I'm like, I feel like I, I feel like, like the thing of artists that I really like. I'm like, what do you do? I, I feel like the whole music industry is gonna be moving that way soon. Funk. <laughs> like more, more, more funk, or at least more like instrument based, like jammy I stuff. So. I mean, Ariana Grande did it with her, um, or the orchestra behind her for. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, so yeah, I don't know if it's just do, from this album have... sweetener or if it's a mixture of songs. But it's a mixture of songs. Oh, is it? I've seen like you know I've seen like random clips. Oh yeah, of it, she's yeah. done like she's done like hits and stuff too. Yeah. Oh. Dude, Ariana Grande is amazing. I wish I could have Ariana Grande. I just, I'm so glad I started liking her when I, I started really liking her when I did because I liked her from the. I liked her when she was on Victorious. I've always liked her, but I've never like. I was like, oh, Ariana's like she's cool, but she never had anything special. I was like, when the way came out, because she sounded like Mariah Carey. Her I was first like, song. Her first song. I was the there. way I listened to that song for two weeks straight, at least two weeks straight. That was the only song I listened to. That was the way oh. I was addicted to that song. And it wasn't it was Baby I was that her Baby yeah. I. Yeah. Oh baby. Yeah. Like her lyrics weren't good, but like she can sing, dude. I saw yeah, I used to watch her YouTube sing, videos of her just singing like into her phone a cappella. Yeah. Like, now she makes. Now she. Well, she sings better because we can understand her now. Yeah, but that and, was the thing I could never And she just makes, she's making better music. I still want um, her to just give it to me, just belt. I just want her to have a good life. I want she's her to go on Broadway. She's having a hard time. She's, she's having, having a hard time. She's having okay. the worst 2018 and the best. Yeah, she's like so successful. I really but hope. But everything's going wrong. Yeah, yeah, right. I hope Honestly. Thank You Next will get her nominated for a Grammy. Not that she needs. She's been nominated. She needs to win. Oh. Yeah, I want Is her to Sweetener, win. Okay, I know Grammy, I Grammy nomination podcast is going to be next week but if Sweetener is not nominated for all of the awards um, I'm not going to lie I think there's a great chance she won't be thank you next <laughs> but thank you next needs to what there's 
There's no way Serena. I don't even know if Thinking X is the second best song. It's just a good song. There's no way it cannot be nominated. Yeah, I don't think it's like her best. Thank you. No tears left to cry. It's good. I love it. I've been jamming out to it all week. I don't know if it's like. I'm actually down on this video right now to listen to it. Probably her most mature. Yeah. Most mature song. Well, it's really introspective. We'll get to it. Like, this isn't an Ariana podcast, but we can talk about this one. Yeah. What? <laughs> my, so I told my coworker that yeah, um, talking about Bruno Mars. Yeah, yeah, and he said that he did not like him, okay. so he just wanted to shout out. Okay. <laughs> my coworker yeah. wanted you to know. Did he have any like, specific reason? Um, I forget what he said, <laughs> but he did say because then he was like, then he pulled out Pink's first single. <laughs> I don't know how that correlated. I don't, like Bruno Mars. I don't like Bruno Mars, but I like Pink. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, he just. Do you think she's out. peaked? Pink? Mm-hmm. Pink? Yes. Definitely. I think she's probably. She's, I don't know. I have hope for. She's. Not, I mean, she's good, I guess, but she hasn't done anything. I don't think. Time. Yes. I don't think. I mean, I don't know <laughs> if she's peaked. I mean, she, like peaked in terms of like commercial success. Funhouse was her peak. Oh, is he? Funhouse was not her peak. If anything was her peak, it was the truth about love, which is the one with um just give me a reason. That's her. Just peak. give me. Really? That's, that's like the only song that came up at all. But that song was huge. No, it's not. She had um oh. that blow me one last kiss. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're right. um, you're right. You're right. she had three good, really big singles off Ooh, of that. Not pink. But that's if anything, that's her peak. But mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't care for pink that much. To, like I wasn't really a fan of pink when she was around either. Pets. Have much of an opinion. So. <laughs> um, Check out our pink uh, podcast. <laughs> now at nine thousand. Oh, I watched wow. that one. Um, Listen to it. Whatever. Okay. So, um, all right. So, anything else we want to say about Rudy Mars? No, I think we'll start talking about it. I won't say anything else. I have a anyway. Any closing comments you want to say about him? Um, I love him. Oh, tell us about the tour, really quick. The show. Or what was your favorite moment on the tour? Oh, uh, it's from beginning to end. Like I just was. Seriously though, like I was just. Did he have any open acts, or was it just him? Oh, he had LMA. Oh, I kind of, oh, I talked about it to you guys, bef- not on the podcast, it was before. But, um, yeah, LMA, because I thought it was Ella, someone named Ella Max. Because oh, I was like, who is this Ella Max? And then she came out, and I was like, oh, it's just the way, like, the design was, like, on the drum and everything. Okay. But, yeah, so she she's having a great year. She's been she everywhere. She was last on the Th- Macy Thanksgiving Parade. I had seen her perform time. on SNL the weekend before, yeah, like, Bruno's concert. Yeah. She's been Whatever everywhere. Whatever show we just did, too, she yeah. performed. Yeah, she is having a phenomenal year, so, I, so congratulations to her. Buddha. Um, it <laughs> was cookout song. It was her, and then I think someone else performed. But honestly, it was I was just in awe. Just I mean, I have a lot of videos and pictures, but there was plenty of moments where I just was literally. I think jaw just dropped. I was just looking at him, just and being an entertainer, just mm-hmm. just filling up the whole room. I mean, he showed love to was all the sides. Barclays, Barclays Center, and it was just Arena. probably he's just not at stadiums yet, Bruno. I just feel like he is like my dancing soulmate. Like I, if you know, sometimes when you you want to like in your head you see yourself dancing a certain way, but then in real life it's not so much That's that my way. Life. I feel like <laughs> he's how I wish like ah oh, like I could really move, and I just oh, so badly I just wanted to get up on that stage, just one song, and just dance with him. Like that is my dream <laughs> in life. Just even if Bruno, it's if you're seconds, out there, please like I just Bruno, if you listen to the podcast, I just want um, just, just yeah, dance. Like just but, um, they come on the podcast and then um, put it on stage with you. The hooligans that was there just. 
there it's just I like what he does for them. I mean, he lets them have their own moment. Moments like there was yeah. never one dull moment. You know, it's like when he wasn't on stage, the hooligans were performing. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't like three of them, then he had at one point the drummer was performing. Um, and it was just awesome. I mean, it was just everybody, even after the show was over, which I forgot that they do that, they'll they'll go off or whatever, the and then they'll come back on. An encore, yeah. I, I forgot about that because I was just so I think just if no imagine when I went and saw Imagine Dragons. Did you leave? Time, they didn't do that. I didn't leave. Okay, oh guys, no, I was not so leaving. Coming up and the we all were screaming <laughs> for like a minute. Just everyone in the audience. <laughs> we I was saying we were all screaming um after a minute that he left. And you know, wanting for him to come out and then What he, song did what song was it that he did before that? Um the the like, fake finale. Did he, yeah, what did the end? Um I think it was one of his earlier songs. I have it on video, but um, um, you don't remember. I don't have it right now. But he came back it's out. <laughs> he came out to perform Uptown Funk. That was the that was finale. The, oh, that better be the finale. Man, yeah, I'd be like, you didn't play Uptown Funk. Want my money back? Like, he's. I, I could like, literally. I, I just. I could watch him all day. Yeah. yeah. He's such a phenomenal dancer, and he, he's he has so much fun. It's just such a pure thing. Like you yeah. can just tell. He's like jamming out. He wants everyone involved, and when we weren't getting involved for like a split second, then he like he was like, oh, oh, they didn't think we were kidding. We, they thought they think we're we're not um, serious. So they like pretended to they played the music really low and they pretended to like go to sleep or whatever and then when we all started <laughs> that's like, awesome then that's, then, that's awesome that's then the music yeah. got loud, louder it that's was a showman yeah that's sweet so I I'm oh no I was in. gonna say um you said oh what you don't play uptown funk like I'm mad that was me when I went and saw the um Sam Hunt concert like I, I like a lot of his songs but I was I really wanted to hear one specific song live and it wasn't even like the most popular yeah song I feel like I was I was on like one random song on the album that they don't play yeah but then so going to the whole concert I'm singing all the words, having a great time, and then like he he does his song, piano, or he does something, and then like it ends, and then and he already did like his big, super big hits, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking like, wait, I mean, I came to this concert because I wanted to hear this song. I mean, I I, I heard and other he songs, like, but I'm like, but you didn't do. It. I said, there's no. He has to come back out and do this song. He has to come back, come back out and do That's this song. That's good. So like... he came back out and he did some song on piano. That wasn't the song I was there for. I said. So, that's not the song. And, but... then like, and then they, and then like, the band started playing like the song I wanted. I was like, "There we go, we're closing." <laughs> Everyone's okay, waiting for this great. one song. I don't think everyone was. They were just me. Really, this is for Shane. <laughs> this is for Shane McCaddy. Shout out to Mr. McCaddy on Twitter. Yes. Yeah, he didn't. For him. He didn't do all of the songs. <laughs> he didn't do too good. At, too good to say goodbye, which I think is like the advanced version of um, "When I Was Your Man." <laughs> um, but advanced version. Pretty, I, I don't, and he didn't do straight up and down. There was like maybe a couple, maybe a few songs that he didn't do, but um, it was a good mix. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I thought about it today, and I, I would, I would so go again to that concert. I had, so I was devastated last year when I didn't get to go, and then when I, when I saw that he was going again, I was like, oh, that's it. Like I have, <laughs> I cannot miss this opportunity because. When First off, I wasn't around in the 80s and mm-hmm. in the 90s. I mean, I was too young to yeah. go on concerts, you know, because I love we like old five. school music in like 80s and 90s R&B. So like, this was like that's how I feel about Gaga. Yes, I'm like this was my time, you know, especially when when he did finesse. Talking oh. about like tons of bands that I know. Like oh. when I was a kid, I couldn't go to concerts by myself. So now I'm driving around all these concerts. Like my favorite bands are like in their 40s now. <laughs> like I just listened to them when I was in high school, and they were like in their 20s. But that's good that you know that you've grown up with them, and yeah. you're, you know you're still coming. And they're out still around. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. 
I wish I could remember. It's in it's in one of these albums, but it's fine. That's okay. Uh, all right, so that's Bruno Mars, um, <laughs> artist spotlight. Um, if you guys want to hit us up, Twitter or Instagram, let us know what you guys think about Bruno Mars. Do you like them? I don't like him. I love him. Or do you hate him? <laughs> Let us know. We'd love to know. Um, all right, so before we do wrap up, we do have to do our Don't Sleep on This Tracks. <laughs> I have one tonight. Oh, great. Um, I do too. Because I'm never I prepared for this part. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, I've, been, I don't know, I've been on my phone a lot. I've literally just had to pick between two songs. I was like, oh no, i got to decide which one I want to talk about. I'm just yeah. going to go with one. <laughs> okay. Um, so, oh gosh, we got a lot. Okay. Um, okay, so firstly, I just want to. Um, okay, well, since you guys have some, I won't play these songs because I just talked about them. But, um, so I just want to give a huge shout out to the Mariah Carey album, Caution. Um, Thank I, you. I know we didn't talk about it on the podcast when we talked about the Little Mix album. Well, this album was really good. I think it's definitely her best album within like this past decade, for um, sure. What? You don't think so? It's, it's the most cohesive. You know, I'm biased because um, the Emancipation of Mimi will always just I said hold this a sp- decade. Oh, yeah, you did say that. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, Emancipation of Mimi is me. great. So, um, yeah, it's very, uh, very R&B, hip hop influence. Mm-hmm. It's very cohesive. She um, has a lot of restraint vocal performances. Oh, I just got a notification about Mar- Mariah Carey. Uh, yeah, that's on funny. there, and I think that's great. She wasn't, you know, trying to be all Mariah Carey or whatever. And I think <laughs> she found a nice group of keeping her own sound and style but still like fitting into like our, where we are in music times now and so it's a, definitely a great listen uh, we've had <gasps> a few of the singles Dumb. on the podcast before and then also to the Rita Ora album mm-hmm. uh, came out as well and that's um, it's actually very good this is Rita's first album in the US because we know we've talked about it she's cursed and we'll never <laughs> succeed in music unfortunately oh but um and we delete and it's just the truth it's sad but true but her album's really good she has a lot of good like pop jams on there her vocals are really good yeah, she, always can said she can sing um yeah so definitely uh, check out that album don't sleep on Rita because very talented please don't because she can sing <laughs> you know so, it's sorry yeah. it's a, it was a meme that came out it was really bad it's really bad to compare people but it was about Mariah Carey and Ariana Grande and someone said uh, when uh, Mariah Carey's album came out it was like bye bye sweetener it's like <laughs> They're both. I don't know who who saying bye to that's not <laughs> like even... bye bye like. Well, I mean, people were comparing Ariana to Mariah Carey when she came I out. I know that, but saying bye bye sweet. Have you like sweeter's over? Cause I, caution's here. I was like, so no tears left to cry. God is a woman breathing. You're gonna say bye sweetener. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Mariah Carey. Who? No. I'll um, say both. I, Mariah, no, Mariah like, Carey's my fate. I mean, I like Mariah Carey's like, Mariah Carey's like, like granddaughter. She's like coming back in, like carrying oh. on the the whistle tones. Those whistle tones. I don't even think that they're that similar anymore. I think not anymore. But like, no one can do it. But like the, I think like just the level that they can sing, like the way that like their their vocal styles are. Oh no no, she was definitely heavily influenced by Mariah. Oh yeah. And she said that a lot all the time in the beginning. And Mariah was mad because she thought she was trying to take her spot, Mm -hmm. just like when Gaga tried to take Madonna's spot, just like (laughs) now Cardi's trying to take Nicki. They always get mad. And I actually do miss her whistle tones. Which I'll just sing out together. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying why get mad? Why not just. You do your thing. She does her thing. Yeah. Just do your thing. People will still like your thing. Hairs, like you know. Um, well, I, I understand why. You're... I mean, I understand. I would probably. I'm not gonna lie. I probably would be like. I mean, they're already old anyway. Though. I mean, it's not like someone looks up to you, but. Right, carries around for like ever. Thing. She has. 
Um, Especially when people are... Mariah well, Carey's kind of... My thing is, too, like, I'm Mariah Carey, right? I'm, like, a legend. Yeah, I'm, she's like, timeless. I'm not timeless worried voice. about some 20-year-old... Yeah. Yeah, like, no, it's not people who are like, oh, man, should I listen to Mariah Carey or Ariana Grande? <laughs> I can't listen to two female them, singers who like sing really high. Yeah, like, right? if you're going to listen to Mariah Carey, you're going to listen to Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. It's not like there's, like, slots for who can sing high, like, yeah. in pop. Ariana yeah. hasn't done for me, though, what Mar- Mariah does. Like, Mariah has belted. Like, she has held out a note. I want Ariana to yeah. just hold out a Ariana, note. Ariana's not really, like, a... Like, she has a really powerful voice, but she's, she's not, like, a powerful her, ballad her singer. Performance. Like her uh from the wicked anniversary yeah i watched that that was good i was like okay that's why i want her to go back to broadway yeah i really just want her to go back to broadway just give me one show <laughs> and i want you to i want you to hold it out for two minutes and then i'll be good that's all i'm asking for <laughs> bell give it to me show me some emotion which i have seen more on sweetener again this is not a sweetener we got it we got it yeah. <laughs> Two minutes. You should have had us um, on the Ariana podcast. Okay. Huh? You should have had us on the Ariana podcast. We did. We did. We, we, did. we, we, yeah. we haven't talked about like Ariana, but um, so um, so an actual song that I'm gonna play. Um, Betty Who's new single. I love Betty Who. Do you? I do. Uh-oh. I did not know that. I heard of Betty Who? Do you? Her <laughs> um, new Betty. single, Between You and Me, just dropped recently. One of my friends actually suggested this song to me. Um, I've listened to Betty Who and from the same. Person who's like been trying to get me into Betty Who for years. I first heard her when it was uh, when iTunes used to do the free songs every yeah. week, and um, oh, I bought that. that so yeah. that's how I first heard her. What song? Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I have it though. But. So yeah, so Betty Who is an artist. Uh, I think I'm, I believe I talked about her before in the podcast, but she actually recently, I think this past year, um, got out of her label deal, which was not doing anything for her. Mm-hmm. So she's an independent artist right now, which is great because now she can she learn from Chance. <laughs> a lot of people are learning, so now she can kind of put out the music that she kind of wants to and is free to not being controlled by like label restraints and whatnot. And so the song is a nice little catchy little ditty um, uh, that I think is a very enjoyable uh, song to listen to. So this is Betty Who Between You and Me. I don't want to give myself away Cause I'm trying so hard not to say Say Just between you and me I can feel something you're wondering if you do too Just between you and me Can't help but feeling we're acting like lovers do Why can't we just address it? Why don't we start undressing? And then my other song that I have is called oh it's by Chris Chris Cross Amsterdam who I've talked about before um and Ali Brooke and Messiah and their collaboration Bominos which you all would have just seen my eye roll so this is Ali's uh, first uh solo song post Fifth Harmony oh, I was gonna ask I if guess. Camilla's on there oh. <laughs> <laughs> Camilla did a feature. I never saw it. When you turned to my side, I said, is Camilla on there? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't heard it. Um, and, uh, yeah, so this song is all Latin, like, jam. And I think it's very smart. And it's, like, all in Spanish. And I think it's very smart um, for Ali in particular I'll to... I'll probably like it, too. You, you probably would. I'm in El Salmon. You would, actually. Um, <laughs> Did you know I like... And um, so it's very good for her to kind of uh, channel into that Latin market. Because obviously, Latin music is very... Uh, huge right now and uh, so I think this will be a nice moderate hit for her as we're waiting for her uh, debut single <laughs> so this is Laminos by Criss Cross Amsterdam Ali Brooke and Messiah <laughs> 
My brother had one of the Ninja Turtle movies on, and that song kind of played <laughs> a little bit. And I was like, wait a minute, why do I know that song? And then it like hit me, oh my god, Roses by Megan Dia. So then I listened to the whole album, and it's actually a really good album. Um, like they have the song Masterpiece on there, which is good. But it just reminded me, you remember how Salem, they would do the, the ITS shows? Yeah. And I, I remembered how, I think, me and like Monty... The iconic coffee house that I yes. put together. Oh, you created that? We put together, me and Monty and not Colin. Oh! Colin, Colin. Anyway, Colin, come on the show and dance. Um, dance on he's probably, audio. I don't believe show. in it. Um, but in my, I believe it was this song, and I, I got thrown into that performance like the last second. Um, but I think this was one of the songs that we did. I know we did another one of their songs, but I think it was this one too. So it just reminds me of like just Honestly, the time in high school. I was an ITS icon. Another time, yeah. That's you have a podcast about <laughs> ITS. Um, so yes, the song that we'll be playing is "Roses" by Meg and Dia. Monster? No, no, not this. The oh. song that we did do. Because oh, okay. I did a little ad lib at the end. I was like, I'm tired. You're leaving. Anyway. <laughs> what you guys sang? We sang, and then we had like yes. the two guys that played. Um, yes. I forgot their that names. That was at the coffee house. Yeah, that was at the coffee house. But I, we did like two songs, and I think Rose Yeah, with Josh Ruiz and. Some other guy. <laughs> I really, I thought that we should. I just don't remember. You were irrelevant back then, dude. Really it's okay. Did. But we, we put that thing together so us. Well, I got thrown in there last minute. Yeah. All right, Michael, what do you got? All right. So the first song, actually, we were talking about this before the show, um, is Gold by The Last Bison. Mm. Last Bison is like, I don't know if you guys remember back in like the folky era of Mufford and Sons, That's 2011. Both saw, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They were like, they used to do like folk music. It was super traditional sounding with like mandolins and violins and like acoustic guitars. Well, the new album is called Suda, S-U-D-A. It's like this super sweet like rock and like electronic like album. Like what I was saying earlier about like Bruno Mars like having like lots of stuff going on, but like in spaces, like it wasn't all super busy. It's just like that. They have like, it'd be like a hit of like guitar and then like some synthesizers going, whatever. And the singer has like a really cool, like gritty voice, which you don't hear like a lot of like low, like male voices in music these days. Yeah. So it's really cool, Not like a regular, like, like, I guess quote, like manly voice, super sweet. 
So yeah, should play, do, I, do I pause before I say just, the next you one? You can just say what it is. Oh yeah, so this is Gold by The Last Bison. The other one, do you want, choose your own adventure. Do you want like a more poppy like Latin one or do you Ooh, want a cool funky like new wave one? Oh, funk? Oh, I'm conflicted. Mm. So, I'm follow my heart. Yeah, so yeah, first one's called. that's nice. I like that. Go heart. with your heart. So this song, that's the word of the this day. This band is probably like not going to be as famous as them, so I want to give them some. You know, like, oh, it was a good, I was going to take it to the church anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so this song's called Something to Believe in by The New Respects. This song. Jane, what are you doing? Uh, Is it reacting? Do you know? Yeah, you said something to believe in, and I, my immediate thought was the Young the Giant song. Oh, no. And then my second thought was oh, the song from Newsy. <laughs> now, first of all, like, Young the Giant, that song's amazing. But no, so this song, it's this really cool, like, it reminds you of, like, Motown music, but it's, like, young people singing it. In the beginning, it's, like, this cool, like, instrumental with like vocals like doing the riff and it's like super lush harmonies it's like it sounds like a bunch of young kids like the album cover looks like a bunch of like like young kids from like oh it does that's very like 80s. Motown inspired so they're wearing like that like mustard yellow like brown stuff yeah like whatever but like super sweet harmonies super tight like in the pocket oh, drums and harmony. bass me too it's like super groovy check it out the new album's called Before the Sun Goes Down a lot of the songs are more poppy than this one but this one right here is like really solid if you like Bruno Mars you'll dig this for sure oh I'm listening to it this is uh Give Me Something to Believe in by The New, the new Respects Just something yeah. to believe. Okay. In. This is this is something to believe in by the new respects. Okay. I was like, wait. Okay. Um. You got anything, Kaylee? No. Okay. Great. Awesome. Okay. So that's gonna wrap up another episode of the Pop Talk podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. If you made it to the end. You're the best. Uh, thank you again for Delise and Michael oh, yeah. for, thank you for having us. The podcast. This day has uh, been like in the making forever. Give me something yes, to happen. Yes, it has. Something to believe oh. in. Give me something to happen. Oh my goodness. So um, make sure you guys again are subscribed to our podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pop Talk. All the information will be down in the description for you. Also, make sure you check check out our Spotify page because you'll be able to find all the songs that we talked about on this episode um, on our Spotify page. So yes. Um, next week we uh, the Grammy nominations are coming out for the yep. 2019 Grammy Awards. So we will be talking about that. And boy, I better be happy. <laughs> Ariana, I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for a lot of people, and I'm really upset that some people can't be nominated for certain things, but 
We'll talk about it next week. Um, so yes, um, so since it's Michael's first podcast, um, oh, make sure you check out our podcast too. We're all in the same boat. Yeah. Um, SoundCloud, iTunes, mm-hmm. Google Play. We talk about lots of different Stitcher, stuff. Whatever that is. Um, and <laughs> so we're on there. <laughs> we are. Um, I don't know what that is either. I think it's like I think it's like the business podcast um, app, yeah, like for like yeah, yeah. people who are fancy. Yeah. It's like the LinkedIn of podcast apps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah. So I'll have like the link to that too in the description. So I'm gonna give Michael the privilege. His first podcast to Woo-hoo! choose our outro song so Michael what are we going on uh, I like Moonshine from Bruno Mars alright alright guys so this is Moonshine by Bruno Mars from Unorthodox Jukebox and until next time bye bye, bye. bye. outro music for you and I know the damn show this world